We few. We happy few. <laughs> we band of brothers. For he who sheds his blood with me this day shall be my brother. Be he ne'er so vile. This day shall gentle his condition. And men in England now are bed. We'll count their manhoods cheap. <laughs> they were not here with us to fight on Crispin's Day. Let the great experiment begin. Do it. Those greedy and weasley bastards. Some of you feed them hogs. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Oh, the Zeev. You big Zeev guy. Fuck yeah. Love the Zeev. Must Zeev. We'll let him cook a little bit here. This sucks great. I made one of the worst edits ever coming up. Listen. That wolf's got something going on in its brain. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, that, that. I was way too high to try to get that beat right. Normally, I, I, I'm oh, more material. Hold on. We'll see if it's. My favorite part's coming up right now. The Gek! Oh. Oh, it's very mind. low. Yeah, never mind. I've potted it down at this point in yep. the track that I made. It's a great song. It is a great song. You like the Z, right? <laughs> Love the Z. Yeah. I think we're the only people on Earth that call him the Z. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Seinfeld has rotted our brains. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Z. Who talks Must like this? Z. Got, Got to, to Z. Z. <laughs> Welcome to the Clone Cast. Welcome to the Clone Cast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. Kind of like the uh, Lennon-McCartney of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think? Wait, no, this is a good question. Who do you think is Lennon and who's McCartney? I don't know. I think this one's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Well, I'm McCartney. Okay. Because I'm just weird. <laughs> All right. And I'm Lennon because of my crippling heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah, you use needles. Yeah, there you go. But also, I feel like you have a bit more of a... Uh, I think you view the world as John a little bit. More. I think you might be onto something, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I view the world like Paul. I'm probably closer to John in that aspect as well. I think you would you would appreciate celebrity much more than me. So I am Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am yeah. definitely Paul McCartney of of the uh, we're uh, but yeah we're the Lennon McCartney of uh, podcasting. So you heard it declared. here first. You heard it here first. Um, but what we actually do is uh, we uh, watch and review in chronological order. That goddamn Star Wars Rebel show. Uh, we are on cooking. Where were we? We're at the flight of the Defender. We're gonna test flight this new thing out. Flight of the out. Defender. This thing's nuts. It's got fucking wings everywhere. <laughs> Here it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but first, we bullshit for twenty to forty minutes uh, about anything and everything and just random things, and then we get into that episode. Yeah, right on in there. Usually takes a little longer, 20, 40 minutes, so uh, buckle up. We got things just kind of, the, the way things have been going lately, I'm like, every week I'm like, oh, it's going to be a shorter it's episode. So I don't have, like, I don't have anything specific. You even asked me before, like, you texted me earlier today, and you're like, is there anything you want to cover on the pod tonight? Yeah. And I was like, I can't think of anything. Well, we have, 
we had on the docket, which we still have on the docket, is a, a lovely email from Detective Bonds <laughs> <laughs> of Irma's Finland House. Uh, go to irmasfinlandhouse.com, uh, and you use promo, clo- promo code CLONECAST. You get 10% off. Yeah, on all your Finland goods. And we'll get to the Bondsman's email um, because sales are tepid. <laughs> <laughs> he mentions it. But I think we knew it was going to be tepid. Yeah. This was a very niche promotion to begin with. Um, but we're having fun with it. That's for sure. <laughs> that we are. Um, but yeah, so I had like, we, I had that. I had uh, the Wikipedia sentence of the week is back because I was like, <laughs> I'm going to abandon this. But I came across one that was just so wild. Just the trans, no transition. It doesn't start a new paragraph. Nothing. We'll get into it soon. So I'm going to get the client said he liked it. All right. So we're going to try it one more time. We'll see if we're feeling People it. People are not. clamoring for it. It's the next Sega Bass Fisher. Now, when you have 150 listeners like we do, <laughs> if you get like five people really on board or something, that's that's a nice little chunk of your base there. You might want to satisfy it. Per them. capita, we got to listen to it. Yeah, we got to listen to it. You got to listen to people. This is a democracy here at the Clone Cast. Um, but anyways, yeah, it was all. I had it a very straightforward. It was also, going to be a very... And then it just becomes something completely different. Yeah, all of a sudden we have t- 10 different things on deck that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Also, uh, very happy to hear uh, our good friend Kelsey Grammer at the beginning of the intro. Every once in a while, we just need a reminder at what a phenomenal orator that man is. <laughs> we few. We, we happy few. <laughs> I actually think that we, like, we have, like, we, obviously it's the end of the episode every time. Yeah. But I feel like we've really undersold the greatness of that clip. <laughs> Like we should be using Crispin's Day more. We need to. We need to bring back the early clone cast. How we just used to beat. Crispin's we used to, Day to drive death. that into the ground. Oh, I love Crispin's Day. It's a good one. <laughs> I think we kind of gotta just. We gotta bring it back. You know, we gotta hit this one. Oh no, no. Charles. You know, we gotta bring back God, the Graham. We gotta bring back the Crispin's Day. Do you think he's coming back for Deadpool three? Because you know, Deadpool three. There's rumors that like a whole bunch of. X-Men cast are coming back and reprising their roles. Ah, yes. Famous conservative beast. <laughs> <laughs> men's, men's rights men's activist. Rights act- Hank McCoy. Beast. Yeah, Hank McCoy. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, Beast's character compared to Grammar's like, actual <laughs> politics. It's fucking wild when you think about it. Um, anyways... But yeah, we got to use the we got to use the grammar more. We got to we got to honor Kels a little more than we've been doing. I think that's why he hasn't been on. I'm yet. so mad that movie sucked. There was some uh, bigger account that tweeted and you know um, that uh, there, he said just finding out now about Kelsey Grammer's Lord beer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Garrick was like, "Did you guys find this?" Well, I was like, "Oh yes, we've been <laughs> yes, there." Yes, we have. Yeah. So I I quote tweeted it and I was just like, "Learning." We've already made, like, a fake ad for this fucking thing. We love this beer. We got to get our hands on this fucking beer, is what I'm saying. Think we get our hands on that fucking beer? Where is it distributed? It's only on the East Coast. God damn it. It's like Yingling. Maybe we can... We can, Okay, this is how we get grammar oh, on. Oh, boy. <laughs> we pretend that we're uh, a beer fucking... You know, like, it was fucking microbrewery fucking people that just are obsessed with, like, trying new beers... A beer guy. I hate those guys <laughs> yeah. so much. But we pretend that that's the theme of the podcast, and we want to talk about his beer. So we go to the beers website, and we contact them and make a media request. Do we demand that he show up in person? 
And the second he walks in here, he's like, what the fuck is going on? I'll take what we can get. Why is there a picture of me on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> Look how happy he is to be next to Linda. He's right next to Linda. He's so excited. <laughs> is this the most insane eight minutes we've ever done? <laughs> Probably. This is the highest I've ever been on air. We are off the wall, baby. I'm flying high. Um, Let's get the Sega bass fishing out of the way. Um, do you think that media request would work, though? I feel like if we... Only one way to find out. If we made, like, five fake episodes, maybe we get, like, an AI bot to do it and pretend that they're us. <laughs> yeah. We make five fake episodes, and for, like, we just, like, yeah, we've been putting out a few episodes here and there. We're starting to get a real listener. You know, we're starting to get a, a good base of listeners, and I think it would be awesome to do it. We love your beer. We, we want to talk about it. Do you think... Once he finds out we're in Minnesota, he's going to be like, how the fuck did you get my beer? <laughs> Well, I'm sure there's like I'm sure there's liquor distributors that we could get it from. Like you can get it. It would cost us a pretty penny to get it here. Do you think it's worth it? Yeah. Oh, I would say it's worth it <laughs> if we can get Kelsey on the pod. So you actually want to earnestly talk to him about the beer? See, my thought is we pretend that we want to earnestly. Oh and yeah. Then if I can get five minutes out of him before he realizes it's a fucking bit, he <laughs> just hangs up on. Yes. Him. If we can get five good minutes of Kelsey, I will die a happy man. <laughs> Oh, we should get AI Steve as well. We should get AI Steve to ask Kelsey a question. That's a work in progress. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's do the Sega Bass Fishing sound effect of the week. Enjoy your fishing. Get a new tournament passport. It's the Sega Bass Fishing sound effect of the week. Oh, listen to that guy's voice. He's so sound of mind there. <laughs> Much more sound of mind than me. <laughs> I'm a wreck right now. I know. I don't know why I'm this high. I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, Kenobi Babe contributed a very funny number. Uh, 169. Nice. <laughs> yes, nice. Um, so this is your Sega Bass Fishing Sound Effect of the Week from Kenobi Babe, number 169. Tavaria. What? Cave area? <laughs> cave area? Did we do cave area before? I feel like we had something similar. We may have had a different area. Play it again. Cave area. I think he's saying cave area. Well, I, yeah, it's cave area, but if we, we've we had another area before. Yes, we have. What are some of the other ones? I don't remember. Like cabin area. Yeah. You know, like cabin area. Um, I don't know. What the, that's the only one I think I know. Lake area? Well, isn't it all late? I would think. They're running out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard coming up with more than cabin area. Cave area. And cave area. I mean, what else you got? Like I got nothing. Peninsula area? Well, you got to start playing it. It's in the other room. Oh. You got I, the real. I am aware. <laughs> <laughs> Old bear. He likes the honey. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good one. Cave area. Cave area. Yeah. Oh, man, it's uh, it's already August. We're going to have to go into our little bear cave soon, aren't uh -huh. we? We're going to have to go into hibernation. It's going to be dark pretty soon before now, I get here. Now, you were telling me you're getting jacked. <laughs> Let's go. Come along oh, that's what this is. me on my weight loss journey. I want to get back in shape. Maybe have sex again before I'm 40. Oh, clock's Come ticking. Along. With oh. me. I think I've had my fair share since I recorded this. <laughs> Giddy. Blah 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 blah. 
Anyway, so I, we, were, we called this fitness time. Um, I'm doing well in my fitness time. I was going to ask you. How's that going? No caffeine still. I'm still, still 100% no caffeine? caffeine free. I've been drinking a lot of sparkling water. Uh-huh. I looked up clevelandclinic.org. This is just as hydrating for you as regular water. Okay. It is just as good for you, and it tastes like American a water or European water? D- stop ruining the dream, man. <laughs> you know how we talked about that lady? That was on some fucking Jackaloon morning show on and uh-huh. died during that water drinking contest yep. in fucking Sheboygan or wherever the fuck it was. Some random fucking place. Like, just the most depressing story. Yep. And the most American thing you'll ever hear. It literally drank herself to death on water. Yes. Which can happen. You can drink too yeah, much. A course. woman died. Uh, she was, like, dehydrated. She drank 64 ounces of water in about 20 minutes, and she died. Of the water poisoning. And I'm sitting there thinking, 64 ounces, that's it? Yeah. Like, what? Man, I, I drink I drink like 128 a day. Did you start to get nervous? Well, not really. <laughs> I kind of assumed, you know, she was probably vaccinated, so that definitely yeah, had that something to a do part. with it. Um, but no, I kind of assumed, like, it's probably a lot of it depends on your body mass. She was probably smaller. She was also already dehydrated and been having headaches all day. But anyways, so no, it crossed my mind. You know me. It crossed my mind for a second because I'm just a freak. Um, And I, you know, sometimes I go down the rabbit hole. One of of my favorite hobbies is planting doubts in your head when you're into something new. (laughs) You got to admit, I'm a lot better about my health than I used to be. Oh, God, yeah. 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 It That's was not bad. a high bar to jump over, though. Well, I, but I'm not nearly as consumed by it as I used to be. Right. Yes. I think I've come to a uh, a certain calmness. Yeah. It used to be very, very bad. But yeah, that those old habits still creep back. Like I hear about somebody, you know, and I'm just, oh my god, how did that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're scrolling through the article. <laughs> not me, not me, not me. <laughs> it's so funny because we have just completely opposite approaches to shit like that. Because any kind of, like, outlier thing that I read about, I think so little of myself that it's like, well, there's no way that's going to happen to me. That's going to happen to, like, an important person. Like, I don't fucking matter. There's no way this is going to affect me if it, there's it's so remote. Yeah, you got that, uh, you got a laissez-faire attitude. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd be fine if, like, a meteor hit us. Oh, God. Sweet relief. <laughs> <laughs> You would be the one guy standing outside just embracing the giant hurling rock. I think I've been freaking out my coworkers because I've made one too many, like, I'm going to kill myself jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And they're starting to, like, not laugh as hard as they used to and just start to look concerned. Are you seeing a therapist still? No, I need to get back. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. But I just think... That's funny. No, I get it. I have that stuff all the time, too. You know, you just mutter stuff to yourself like that, and you're just like, what is wrong with me? Why am I talking? <laughs> Every now and then you have this moment where you're just like, why am I talking to myself like this? I just think it's hilarious when people are talking about, like, oh, well, you know, a meteor could hit the world tomorrow. It's just the comment of, like, I don't think we're that lucky. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> all right. Anyways, fitness talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you so yeah, I've been running and stuff, and that's been good. Um, drinking a lot of water. Um, you got equipment downstairs. You've been lifting. Doing I've that been stuff? lifting a little bit, but my back is still bothering me from when I had that neck issue a few months back. Right over here, I still got some tension issues and stuff. So, um, 
Yeah, but no, I have been lifting not as much as I'd like, though. But I have been running regularly, and that feels good. All right. What yeah. started this whole thing is me asking you what kind of steroids I should start taking. Yeah, and I think you actually earnestly asked that because I don't think you know anything about no, getting not, in shape. <laughs> I really don't. But I'm not going to take steroids. I know that much. And I kind of looked at you. I was like, what? What are you talking? <laughs> Shut up. I also wanted to get that reaction yeah, out of you. It's um, the dumbest thing you've ever said. No, but like I, I have legitimately felt like shit lately, and I haven't worked out in a very long time, like ever. <laughs> no, I used to work out in like college. Okay. I used to go to the gym with like a friend of mine who played football and stuff. And but like I'm, I'm used to. Uh, I, I have a disc, a desk job, so my neck and shoulders are always fucked up, intense. Yeah. And I forget where I saw it. Was it was a back pain, neck pain. Upper back and neck pain and shoulder pain all the fucking time. Welcome to the lumbar lounge. Yeah. <laughs> but I looked at, like, I forgot where I saw it, but somebody was talking about, like, if you do uh, uh, wall angels, like, uh, exercise where you, like, put your back flat up against the wall. Okay. And keep it as flat as possible. Uh-huh. Like, your, your butt up to your shoulders and then the back of your head and keep the back of your neck as flat as possible against the oh, you wall. You hold yourself up with your legs. And then you put your arms up against the wall, kind of like raised like you're a field goal. And then you just raise them up oh. like this. Like it's okay. I think another I think it's been called the W to Y because it's like your arms are a W and then you make a Y with your arms. Are you squatting or are you straight back? You're straight back, but You're standing straight, straight up. Yep, but you need to like move your legs in a way that allows you to keep like completely flat against the wall. Um, sure. But I started doing that, and as soon as you do like ten or twelve of those, like your like the middle of your back just fucking is on fire. So <laughs> I know it's doing something. Oh yeah. Um, but I started doing that more regularly, and like my neck doesn't hurt as bad. And so I was like, well, I could do this all over. All and, right. Yeah, and I've had a, a like workout bench in my basement forever with some weights, so I just started like going down and doing that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's very funny to me. You I'm know, sorry. you know how I know I need to do this though, because the first time I assembled the workout bench, I did. It was like I wasn't planning on working out or anything. I just assembled the workout bench, and I did three sit ups. In the next day, my entire stomach was on fire. <laughs> well, if you haven't worked out a muscle in a while, you'll get that. Like yeah. a day later, you are going to feel it, especially if you work it out pretty hard. And I get that, and I'll take a, I'll take like a month off, and I'll lift, and the next day I'm just yeah. – or if I run for a while and I haven't run for a little bit, my legs are just – Well, that's the thing with cardio. Like I'd love to do more cardio, but it just drops my blood sugar like crazy. Yeah. So. You're limited in uh, your range of what you can do. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm 6'4". If I start lifting weights and I bulk up a bit, I'm going to be fucking unstoppable. <laughs> Buff Adam <laughs> is something that I don't think the world wants or needs. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking huge. <laughs> he kept saying that earlier. It was freaking me out, man. I have to start lifting heavier just so you can't, like, grab me and give me noogies. <laughs> I'm gonna pick you up and set you on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. If you're gonna get ripped, then I gotta get. I gotta get jacked again. This will be get... a good like motivating factor for you. Also, yeah. Also, if we continue the short Cody tall Rex charade, we absolutely need to be of similar body stature. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, I can't be as tall as you, but we both have to be 
buff. Well, and I don't like. We I can't just, be average. We got to. If you're going to be buff and I'm going to be average, I don't know. We got to. We got. Once we do this cosplay, we're doing it right. I am fine being sinewy. I just want to be in shape. Sinewy. Yeah. Okay. Should get you running. <laughs> just see if we can figure it out. I'll have to like we'll plug, figure we'll, out what dosage of yeah. uh, sugar I take before running, and then we'll, I we'll plug be fine. you into like an iPod Touch, and it'll tell you everything yeah. that's going on, and go. it'll be like shoot this and uh, here do this. You know, just keep it going all the time. You got anything like that? You got something like that that does that? Figure one thing out. Real time management. I can figure out like how many, how much mileage I could get out of a Tahitian treat. Maybe that that could do something. All right. So how much? What are you doing for your workouts then? Just really quick. You just you doing some like oh, uh, just like remedial like weightlifting and stuff. I need to like actually put together a regiment. So you're doing <laughs> some like curls. Yeah. I actually are you I doing any kind of butterflies or are you doing like a bench kind of or anything? I'm doing for your pectorals. All of that stuff with like some sit ups with the bench and stuff. I did have uh I asked Chat GPT to lay out a workout plan for me. And it actually did a really good job. So I'm adhering to that. Do you do any kind of like shoulder shrugs? Yeah. Okay. So you're hitting all the core groups. I gotta here. get like my concentration's like neck and upper back just because it hurts like sh- like hell so i'm gonna laugh if you like really get addicted to one exercise and it becomes like a real stress relief <laughs> for you like one, one muscle giant, that's out of fucking just control a, one giant <laughs> deltoid adam just he's like hunched over because he can't carry the weight everything else is completely unchanged <laughs> you look like the hunchback from uh 300 <laughs> we get you a wizard hat i can still hold that shield baby <laughs> Man, when they gave him that wizard hat, man, I was like, that movie sucks, man. Him walking through that tent is the craziest <laughs> shit I ever saw. How old were we when that came out? Oh, my God. I think we were in college. So, yeah. like, I don't know, 20, 18, 19. I, I will say at the time I liked it. I was okay. So, the, but in my defense, I did not like it like some like of the bros. Like the it. biggest difference was I remember when Sin City came out. I thought that was the greatest movie I had ever <laughs> yeah, seen because it was black and white. I thought it was a cinematic <laughs> feat yeah. that movie. And then like the the age disparity between when Sin City came out and Three Hundred came out. I remember seeing 300 and being like, okay, <laughs> this is a little much. <laughs> you know, like I like just aged enough where it's like, I can see how I would have liked this two years ago. What but... does that say about me that I liked it? <laughs> I know. I am Paul. <laughs> just a dumb guy. <laughs> I'm just a big dumb guy. <laughs> this show's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, are we done with fitness time? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's do this. Random Wikipedia sentence of the week. All right, so we're bringing it back. We'll see how we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna try to fill this out. This is a random Wikipedia. So when I get high, I go down a Wikipedia rabbit hole often, and I f- I find myself in the craziest of places and articles. And if something tickles my fancy, I'm gonna read it to you. Um, now, I made the mistake of trying to conserve paper this week, and right here, do you see how small that print is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, uh, I probably should have just left it at a larger size, so um, there's yeah, a lot harder than a I magnifying thought. glass. Yeah, right? I know. What, what am I trying to accomplish by <laughs> leaving this much, much paper? Space there is no! I'm an idiot! <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. 
I just like things a certain way. Yeah, yeah, of course. And if I don't have them that way, the world is going to explode. <laughs> so thank you, Tom, for saving us all by having the tiny print. Um, I think I can just pull it up here on the uh, the old word processor, the old-fashioned way, before printers. Um, before man was born. Um, let's see. Here we go. Did you have something you wanted to say? No. Quick? Okay. I'm no, I'm fine. Okay. Here we go. We almost got it here. It's coming together. Okay. Very small there. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the old size increase. Okay. So I um I somehow ended up at uh, I don't know if this is Jake Paul or Logan Paul. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot which Paul Brothers article this was Wait, on. Wait, which one covered the dead guy in the Japanese woods? <laughs> that's this guy. <laughs> so I, Jake Paul is the one that's boxing now. Uh-huh. And Logan is the one that's doing WWE, and it's Logan, and he's the Japanese he's forest the guy. He's the one that went to the suicide forest in Japan and just put just a full-on dead guy on the internet for everybody to yes. see. Really smart, good, big brain on this guy. <laughs> Real big brain genius. But anyways, so I was reading his article because he's been doing some WWE stuff. And when I see wrestling stuff, you know, we've talked oh, about yeah, it. You it's kind of in. it's part of my little culture. So I might spend 30, 40 minutes looking some stuff up about just to kind of stay in touch slightly. Um, and he's he's actually has some of the spots he was doing pretty good. He, you know, right. He's yeah, he takes it seriously. So I got to respect him for that. At least he's are we still going to WrestleMania? Raw was last night. Oh, son of a bitch. I thought yeah. we were getting tickets. Nah, we're going to a different field trip. We'll talk about that <laughs> in an upcoming episode. Um, but yeah, so I, I was on his page and um, I, this was, I think, down in the personal section. And this doesn't start a new paragraph. It doesn't do anything. It just goes from this period to the next thing as if they're like related or something like it's. But the way it transitions is fucking hilarious. So here we go. This is Logan Paul. Or is it Jake? Logan. Logan. In February 2019, Paul said that he has long-term brain damage, which he, has, which he sustained from playing high school football. He stated that Daniel Amen, the doctor who diagnosed him, says it affects his ability to have empathy and a human connection with others. When filming a video for his Vine channel in 2014... Paul attempted a stunt during which he landed on a chair and damaged his right testicle. <laughs> right into it. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's this line about him have, unable to have empathy in a human connection, and it goes right into another sentence that just talks about him getting his right testicle Wikipedia squashed. will do that, where it's just, like, there's random sentences about a personal life, and they just kind of, like sandwich them all together like i'm reading that line and i'm thinking it's continuing this story and they're like they're going to be connected and then i just hear about a crush a damaged right testicle like okay and that's it that's fucking it it's not like while he was recovering with his crushed right testicle he rethought how to feel and that is that is literally nothing the end of the health section (laughs) underneath personal life it's insane anyways i just i thought it was fucking nuts Am I right? That was a good one. Yeah. Good one for Wikipedia. Oh, I found a few more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um, let's see. What did we want to do here? Um, ah, yes. Should we check in with our favorite sponsor? Let's do it. 
I listen to the Clonecast. Go to Irma's Finland house. Use the promo code Clonecast and I get 10% off my stuff. This doesn't rhyme anymore. I'm out of white. It's a great song. The Bondsman. Detective Bonds. Detective Gary M. and Bonds. I don't work. It's very good. I don't work. I'm unemployed. I'm out of weight. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, yeah. Uh, I love the fact that if I ever am in a position... If I'm ever in a position where I get laid off again, when I'm having that, when I get called into that sad conference room <laughs> with a sad representative from HR yeah. who's reading me, I'm going to start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to not know what the fuck is going on, and I'm going to tell them, oh, I have a song playing inside of my head right no, now. Just look, I'm dead in the eye. <laughs> Silently and very seriously, and then just go. Out of white. Or <laughs> out of white. just be like, one second, and every time they try to interrupt, be like, no, 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 one second, and just take my phone out and find that on Spotify and start playing as we have that conversation. Well, yeah, you know, you got to make the best of a bad situation. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Give me that folder with my severance information. <laughs> um, now, do we want to read the Bondsman's letter first, and then we'll play the thing that I found today? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so... Gary M.N. Bonds, proprietor of Irma's Finland House. Go to irmasfinlandhouse.com. Use the promo code CLONECAST at checkout for 10% off your order. I also, I forgot to tell you, um, our our friend, our mutual friend, conspiracy, conspiracy guy. guy um, He's talk- making a lot of appearances lately. He is. Podcast. And more to come. Well, we're going to be going on a field trip with Conspiracy Guy in the coming weeks. But when I took him to meet Steve on the way back, he was like, yeah, who's that guy? Like, you guys are talking to a bondsman? <laughs> and like, he legitimately, I like, I, I think he missed the episode where we with talked Gary about US Gary Bonds. U.S. Bonds. Yeah. So he legitimately thought that, <laughs> that Gary Minnesota Bonds was a bondsman that was like issuing bonds to people to get him out of jail. We could call him Big Boss Man. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's kind of got he could look he pull he could pull off the Big Boss Man's look. He's got a stern look. Yeah, he does. Um, so he made it to Cheddar Cliff. Um, Cheddar Cliff. Uh, it's a joke because we found that video where there was a kid reviewing some of the comics, and he called it Cheddar Cliff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, the bondsman. Has checked in. Gary M.M. Bonds. We call him the detective around these parts. Um, well, hey, Adam and Tom, and a happy legalization day to you, Tom. Yes, indeed. We, weed is fully legal in Minnesota. Oh, that's another thing I got to talk about. I was doing a lift ride. Guy gave me a tip. You know what that tip was? Weed. Weed. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> I put it in I put it in my little weed tin. I've been. Did you smell it when you walked in? A little bit, yeah. It's not been smoked. <laughs> This dude gave me the skunkiest fucking weed I've ever smelled in my entire fucking life. Just reeks, man. The little package he gave it to me, I threw it out in the trash. The trash stunk for like a day, and I was like, what is that? And then it's the skunk weed. I might just throw it out, man. Oh, no, I'll take it. You might want to test it, man. I don't know what he put on. His name was General. (laughs) He was a very cool guy. But when somebody gives you drugs just randomly, I'm I'm always kind of leery about uh-huh. it. Very nice guy, 
kind of leery. I'll take my chances. Like when uh, I gave this one gal a, a ride downtown once and we were just chatting up. She's very cool. We get to this place. She's going to some like rave downtown or something. And she's like, oh, and this is for you. Thanks. You know, and she handed me a fucking tab of acid <laughs> as a tip. <laughs> like, I'm not going to take acid. You that... don't want to finish out your lift, your lift shift. Yeah. <laughs> High on acid. <laughs> Just put it on my forehead and tie a bandana around it, driving around, slowly getting higher and higher as I sweat more and more, driving these poor pedestrians around. But I'm not taking that. I, You're a very nice person, but I've known you 10 minutes, and I don't want to ingest a drug that you just handed Weed me. is one thing. Acid is another. Okay. Well, I mean, when it comes to tipping, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could take a look at it and see if you're interested in it. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> Adam's getting high and ripped. Um, okay. As I posted in the Discord, I made my way to Cedar Cliff Collectibles this weekend. Me and the fam were in wonderful Egan, Minnesota, spending the weekend at my older brother Rudy's house. That's a good Minnesota name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Rudy. Rudy. Fun fact, according to the city of Egan website, between about 1840 and 1930, so many onions were grown and shipped from there that Egan was known as the onion capital of the U.S. <laughs> Hey, that's a suburb. It, it qualifies as Twin City Talk. Yeah, it does. Um, as my beautiful blonde children swimming in my brother's pool, I snuck away to pay Steve a little visit. So Bondsman went solo. Yeah, he did. Probably good not to bring the kids in there. You, you know, nah, it's not a place for kids. The Bondsman, <laughs> did he uploaded a photo in the, dis- in, in the Discord as well of the beautiful exterior of Cedar Cliff. Yeah, it was a real thirst trap. Oh, but if you want to join the Discord... Just why don't you send us an email, clonecastbot at gmail.com. We'll send you the link. You can join the Discord. Yeah. You can see the Bondsman in front of Cedar Cliff. It's a very exciting photo. Uh-huh. We've got like three of these Cedar Cliff photos i got to upload that picture of Conspiracy Friend oh, in front absolutely. of Cedar Cliff. <laughs> we should actually just make that the episode art. <laughs> it's so good. Text him and see if we can use him for the I episode will. art. Okay. Um, okay. So I gave a tug of the door and thought that the joint was closed, but the door was just stuck. As I walked in, Steve was on my right, sitting back in a chair, spinning a yarn to someone on the phone. He was really going on and on, so much that I wasn't sure if he was speaking to a friend or if he was being interviewed for a story about his life. <laughs> I was trying to make a mental transcript of the whole conversation, but there was a lot taken. See, I'd the laugh- key is you got to record it and then transcribe it later. I'd laugh so hard if the Bosman was like, and then I looked at the phone and it wasn't even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be heartbreaking. Steve, we saw <laughs> yeah. Steve just slowly losing it, you know? Um, so my senses were overwhelmed. It sounded like he was talking about a girlfriend he was living with at the time, and she was a little nuts. The quotes I remember from his conversation were, well, do you want the real story or not? It's raw, and I like it raw. I can give you the edited version, but it ain't very interesting. <laughs> All of this tracks completely. Yes. Steve, then, <laughs> he's so funny, dude. <laughs> Steve then went on to say, it was the late 70s, man. We were watching Spider-Man, listening to ABBA, and wearing each other's underwear. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't express to you how much I just want to be Steve. <laughs> He's so cool, dude. Yeah, really this guy is. gives no fucks. <laughs> he really is. This guy, he is completely fucking zen. He gives zero shits about anything. Uh-huh. It's incredible. It's what we should all strive to be. Yeah. Strive to Steve. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, just, um, so, uh, Steve, uh, blah, blah, blah. Steve then was saying, wearing each other's underwear. <laughs> 
This whole conversation is happening while the son of Steve is sitting right next to him. <laughs> SOS. It is the summer, so the yeah. kid's got to do something. Uh, going forward in the email, by the way, SOS, when I say that, that just means son of Steve. Yes. <laughs> so um, there were two other gentlemen, probably in their late 40s, early 50s in the store, rifling through comics. When he got off the phone, Steve walked back to the back of, walked to the back of the store Exchanged a few words with who I'm assuming are regulars, then plopped down in a chair in that backroom office. One of the men followed him back, and two started talking about grading comics. So I figured the pinnacle of my Cedar Cliff experience was over. I figured I needed to give him a little business, so I grabbed three packs of Pokemon cards for the kids that were on what I assumed was a checkout counter, but it was just a clusterfuck of random collectibles. Very on brand with the rest of the store. The SOS was behind the counter still. I said, hey, I'm just going to take these. SOS turned white as a ghost. <laughs> Looked at the back of the store for dear old dad, back at me, then to the cash register and said, uh, are you paying with cash? I told him I was, and there was a moment of relief. But it was brief. <laughs> the three packs, very dramatic. <laughs> Did the bossman write like some fanfic at one point? <laughs> it's, it's really making this checkout seem dramatic. We should have the bondsman write a a um like a you know a based on true event story of that time you went to Wahlburger. Oh yeah, that would be great. That like if you great. told bondsman, you give him the story and then he uses his paintbrush and makes it his he own. Could turn that into a novel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Wahlburgers. <laughs> um. So uh, let's see where are we. Um. The three packs of cards were three ninety nine each. He looked him over and said, uh, $12. Clearly, I had no idea to run a register about sales tax. I handed him a $20 bill, and he managed to open the register. He fumbled with a mess of fives and ones, counting under his breath, gave me a puzzled look, and mumbled, uh, what was it again? Bailing him out, I just said, it'd be $8. He apologized, and I gave him a reassuring smile, telling him not to not worry about it. I gave the door a body check to open it, and was on my way. <laughs> I also want to say thank you for the continued support of Irma's Finland House. Irma'sFinlandHouse.com, promo code. Now, he typed in clone case. Yeah, I, I think it's that's clone cast. Yeah. Got to be sure. I know. We don't want to drive sales down due to an error like that. Um, at checkout for 10% off, sales have been booming. And by booming, I mean Jared. Not Jared from the subway, the weight loss pedophile. <laughs> Not that Jared. Our Jared has been the lone clone Castanova to cash in on the coupon code. But I'm sure there have been countless other sales, and, gener and the generous Clonecast community has wanted to pay full price. That's right. That's what we do. I think right so. Here. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We'll get you that. We'll get you three sales. That or if it is Clone Case, then we have a different <laughs> different problem on yeah, our hands. We got. We got to. Maybe can we like? Um, maybe we can change the the uh, the promo code up to be a little more snazzy. Yeah. Like how to uh, like out of wick or something like that. Yeah. You know. That could be fun. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. No. That's not, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I just want people to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So then he just says, Star Wars, woik. <laughs> the Bondsman, <laughs> Gary M.N. Bonds, or as he is now called around these parts, the detective. The Gary the Bondsman, man, he has really been doing some detective work, and we don't know how to cover it yet. Yeah, I know. We're formulating that. But the Bondsman... He's like the private investigator. Not even private. He's paying off. <laughs> He's just clicking on the internet, man. The bondsman. Okay. Um, so it's good to hear from the bondsman. Glad he had a fun time 
and Steve was in rare form. If anybody is ever traveling through Egan, Minnesota, please stop off and pay our friend Steve a visit at Cedar Cliff he, Collectibles. He sent me a message. Heath the Russian sent me a message on Instagram talking about he was telling his girlfriend he played this fucking show for his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I don't think she really got it. But I was uh-huh. trying to explain to her, like, the Steve lore and this and that. <laughs> the Steve lore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is canon? What is not canon Steve lore? Um, and But she she was just like, she was trying to figure, you know, she was like listening to us. I was like, well, I can tell that she actually gives a shit about yeah. you, right? If she's going to listen to this shit for any amount of time. <laughs> but, no, and then... um. He's like, then she told me to turn it down because I was playing it. He was playing it. He was on the beach in a public beach (laughs) playing the show. And there were like kids around. It was like a busy beach. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then he's like, when we come through Minneapolis, he's like talking about visiting Minneapolis at some point. Oh, my God. And he wants to go see cedar cliff of and i'm like course. he's like i'm gonna bring her there and she's not gonna understand what it's about but i will be having like a religious experience or something and i was like dude i can't stress it enough if don't come just for cedar cliff if you're playing if you want to come if that's the deciding factor like am i going to go on this trip or this trip cedar cliff is should not it's a very small store i disagree <laughs> <laughs> I say any trip you're going to take, Cedar Cliff outweighs it a thousand percent. Well, it was between Rome and Minneapolis, and I just got to get my ass to Egan, Minnesota, man. What? Yeah. He is fun. It is worth it. I'm just saying. We've really built it up to be something. Yeah. It, well, really, it is. I know, but are we being a little outlandish here? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Well, I guess we're fine then. Uh, what else we got here? We did the fitness time. We did the ya da 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 da. Okay. Oh, that's right. I wanted to play the thing for you that I found today. Now yeah. you got that link I sent you there. Yeah. Um. Now you can pull that up now and don't start it or anything, but um, maybe maybe play it with the mute on. Um, okay. Now I'm gonna hit this. I found this when I was trying to find a a karaoke version of Out of Wake. Right. I was trying to find a karaoke version of Out of Wake so I can make the Bondsman drop. I couldn't find one, but I came across this. And this is the Out of Work, The Home Edition from the official Gary U.S. Bonds YouTube oh, channel. Oh, my God. Um, he has 80 subscribers, which I think is hilarious. Um, and this got 2.5K th- views three years ago. <laughs> and this was released. When You want to guess when this was released? 2019? 2020. Oh, okay. It's The Home Edition, March 31st, 2020, Out of Work. The home edition. So right at the beginning of the pandemic. You know, we all handled the pandemic differently. Gary U.S. Bonds decided to release a video that has a whopping 2,570 views. <laughs> I can't believe this is like actually his channel, though. He's got 80 subscribers. I mean, the guy's had a couple hit songs. He should have more than that. The video just went from black and white to color. Yeah, That's how crazy this is. So I'm going to play the song for you here. Um, this is the home edition of Out of Wake by Gary U.S. Bonds. Now, when you watch the video, he starts singing along to the song. He can't get the lip singing right. His lips are all over the place. Like, it's not synced up <laughs> properly at all. 8 a.m. I can't go out. I've got to 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Some of the freeze frames. I'm home for two or three weeks, so I become a slob. This is what happens when a man needs a job. I'm out of work. I'm being safe. I'm out of work. I'm being safe. I'm saying no, I'm out of work. I need a job. I'm out of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, boy, get away from here. At least six feet or more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm safe as I can be. He said, just get a job. You're negative to me. I'm out of work. Ooh, I need a job. I'm out of work. <laughs> He's out of work. They laid me up. I'm out of work. <laughs> He's mixing it up. I need a job. I'm out of work. So great. The video is absolutely insane. It's got saying power. Yeah. You can tell it was two boomers during lockdown that just filmed it and then tried to edit it themselves. Yeah. yeah. And he's one of them. Hey, Mr. President, start working on a plan. You've got to do all you can to help the little man. We've got to do our best to whip this whole virus down. Get up. We need jobs. Yeah, coronavirus is a jerk. <laughs> coronavirus yeah, is a jerk. Yeah, 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 I'm out of work. Have I been letting this run too long? or Maybe. <laughs> but it's worth it. I'm out of work. All right. Hey, the guy can still sing. He can. The video ends with uh, with copy across the screen that says, stay home, wash your hands, keep safe, listen to Gary U.S. Bond songs all day long. <laughs> I love the font, too. It's just like Ariel Bold. <laughs> it looks so cheap. It's just a black screen with Ariel Bold orange font. Oh, the man's a king. I, this is fuck. I'm going to listen to this 10 million times. <laughs> I've got a new out of wake. Very exciting. Um, should we do the time warp? Yes. All right. Let's do the time. Oh, we didn't even do our collectible corner. Oh, we can do it later. You and your gadgets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's save it. We'll okay. save it for next time. It's it's very funny. Do we want? But you had that picture you wanted to show me. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, we'll do it later. All right, let's do the time warp. Okay, so this actually aired on the same day as last week's episode. Yes, it did. So it wasn't distinguished. It, they didn't say part one and part two. They're two separate episodes. Named separately. Named separately, but they aired one right after the other. So, yeah. So we have the same air date. Therefore, we have the same song and movie at number one in the box office and on the charts. Um, so, yeah, October 30th, 2017, it was still a rock star by Post Malone and 21 Savage. And that damn Jigsaw movie that everybody was so excited about back then in old 2017. So we got to do a clone cast of recommends. Uh, who wants to go first? 
Uh, up to you. Who, do you want to go first? Should I? What do you feel like? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Adam, when we're talking music, what's one thing you know about me? Well, I know you like the Beatles. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I like... <laughs> <laughs> now, I started to formulate some dumb ideas in my head, and I call them the Macca Meltdowns. Now, Macca is the nickname John gave to Paul McCartney. Um, so, yeah, he called him Macca, and I call him Macca Meltdowns because every now and then, Paul like does this all the time in songs, where he will flip the song on ahead and completely change the kind of song that it is. He does it all the fucking time. It's like his favorite little trick to do. Uh-huh. You'll get two and a half minutes of a song, and you're like, I don't like this. Then all of a sudden, he flips, and you're like, this is the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> so for the future Clonecast Recommends, I'm going to be focusing on Macca Meltdowns. Now, they don't have to include Paul McCartney, as we'll find out here. This is by a band called Tears for Fears, and it came on my Spotify Discover this week. Now, I listened to like the first two minutes of the song. And there was a couple times where I was like, okay, it's crescendoing pretty good, but they didn't hit it, and I was just about to hit the skip, and then it happened. Uh, so this is called uh, Who Killed Tangerine by uh, 80s icons, Tears for Fears. They're very Beatle-like. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Now, it, it's going to take a little while, but when it gets there. Oh, it's it, very Beatle-like. Yeah. Everybody Wants to Rule the World is still one of my favorite songs of all time. I like Shout. Shout's great. Shout is great. Sowing the Seeds of Love is one of my favorites. I love that song. So, the first three minutes, it's like this, kind of. First three minutes? Well, they do like a a slight build, and then they quick bring it back. (laughs) They quick bring it back. You'll hear it. All right. It's coming up. God, the 80s were fucking weird, man. Right here. I'm like, oh, now we're getting into it, right? Oh, you're talking to me. Keep hitting the button, you know? Oh. No, don't leave it. Keep going with it. So they abandoned it after that. I'm like, okay, that's the chorus. Yeah, that's the chorus of the song. Now, later on, it goes on like this again, the same formula. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. All right. Okay, now here. We're two minutes into the song, two and a half minutes into the song, and I'm just like, okay, I get it. But it doesn't have that final punch, right? And just as I'm about to hit the fucking skip, we'll just play it. Like right here, I'm like, no, don't leave it. Bring it back. So my finger is hovering right now, and then this happens. Stop me. Oh! Let's go. Isn't that great? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to fade it now. And it goes on for another three minutes of them, like, kind of doing it. What's the name of the song? It's uh, Who Killed Tangerine. Who Killed Tangerine. Yeah, he starts going, Who Killed Tangerine, prettiest girl I ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) I must have listened to it 400 times. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, a great payoff. But yeah, it goes on for like another three minutes. But every time forward, they do that part. I do love that experience when you're just about done with a song. And like, it, I yeah. get it. And then right bef- right as you're about to skip it, something hits. Yeah, it just it elevates That's instantly. Uh, what do you want to say about yours? So my song, I don't know if you're going to see eye to eye on me with the, uh, on this one. But it, I will preface this with saying this is a song I somehow came across it on tiktok it like popped up as like a backing kind of like meme song is it boney m (laughs) no it's not okay but that song is great okay um no and i i will also preface this by saying i assure you i am not i am not a disney adult i really don't give a shit about like disneyland i've never been I, I I probably would be uh I probably would be enveloped in the magic if I did, but I Oh I, you'd have fun in the Star Wars area. Oh of course. You'd but go on like, that you'd see that Falcon and you'd cry. But I wouldn't give a shit about wearing Mickey ears or anything like that. Um You wanna see the parade? And so so this is a song that uh You wanna spend twelve dollars on an Aquafina? <laughs> no thank you. I will get a <laughs> dole whip though. <laughs> um but this is a song. They are. This is a a a, a Disney medley that was put together. It, Disney's turning a hundred, and apparently they they put together a new like medley for the fireworks that they do every night. So this is uh, a clip from that. So it starts off mid song because I didn't want to play six minutes of it. Mm-hmm. But this was the the point in which it really gets into what I like liked about it so was this approved by the communist chinese party <laughs> i hope so okay Upon a star, your dreams it's a good song it's a great song oh those fucking horns love a horn something you want so bad you do anything <laughs> if they don't hit aladdin or lion king i write I realized I love longing. Any yeah. songs that encapsulate longing? Lame is. Oh, oh. Underrated Hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big Hurt guy. Fucking Moana comes out of nowhere. I love Moana. So do I. Maybe we're Disney adults. This is great. Yeah, it's going to be great. What's oh, that right? just wait. Just wait. Oh, it only gets better. This is terrible podcast. Isn't it great? <laughs> We're really bad at this. I know! <laughs> For Jazoner! Oh! <laughs> He's very happy. Oh my god. Are they going to hit it hard?
Man, that one, that had all your underrated... It had the Hunchback oh and Herc. Oh, my God. You that must Hercules have had Punk Sam, Hunchback, and Herc. I think the first time I listened to that, a tear rolled down my cheek at the very end of that. You're a big Hunchback Herc guy, I really you? am. <laughs> <laughs> although, hunchback Herc guy. Although it was like that out there, that song in Hunchback, in the movie, it's not that great. It's only it's it took like the Broadway production of it is fucking phenomenal. And like that's the version that wound up on TikTok that made it like huge. They didn't respect the Lion King. No, not in this one. Aladdin. There's not enough longing. Little Mermaid. (laughs) They threw them all. These are all deep cuts. You know, a movie should get more respect. Oliver and Company. Goddamn Bill Joel's in it, man. He sings a great song. You know that Why Should I Worry? Uh-huh. Incredible song. Before, I like that Billy Joel. Before we started recording this, I there was a moment I was listening to that and you didn't hear it, but it got to that end and I just quietly to myself said, huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are you listening to? Huzzah. I was like, I was making sure the crap worked. Uh, remember when we liked saying huzzah for like two weeks? <laughs> Because Tobias said it in Arrested Development. Huzzah! Huzzah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Tobias. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Should we get into the episode? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) You got a stew going. Okay, yeah, we can get into the episode. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Listen to the Clonecast. Clonecast. On Wednesdays, that's what you say. Yeah. Two segments of life. Yeah, because they say whatever they're thinking of. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a great song. Rocks. Speaking um, of great songs. Yeah, you played a you played a clip from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Broadway version. Yeah, and you didn't know that there was a Broadway there. version. Yeah, I did not. And this guy ripped it up. Yeah, and you did some googling and you found out written by uh, Alan Menken. Of course, of course, he does yeah. all the composing for those. Yeah, uh, he's the all the great ones. All the greats. Uh-huh. Um. Okay, but you wanted me to see something. So I told you they're they're doing just like they did with Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid and the Lion King. They're doing a live action movie remake of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, and you have not, you were unaware you had not seen the casting to it yet. And you think I'm going to get a kick out of the casting? I think you might get a kick out of it. So I wanted to get it. Should I guess? <laughs> I wanted first it recorded. No? You could try. Um, I'm going to say Kim Kardashian is playing the. Uh, the Bohemian. Well, gal. And just so we know what we're dealing with, do you remember the the cartoon movie, the animated feature? Was it? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it a couple times, probably. I feel like I only saw. I it mean, like there's once the Hunchback, twice. and then he makes friends with the Gypsy, right? Yeah, Esmeralda. Esmeralda, uh-huh. yes. But um, then the Hunchback is taken in and is quote unquote cared for by his uncle or something, who's like a weird bishop. Okay. Like a religious zealot. Do you remember that guy at all? Vaguely. Okay. But he's an old bishop guy. Yeah. Just your standard old dickhead bishop guy. Yep. And okay. then there's a, a group of gargoyles that was. The, oh, yeah. There's his, buddies. His friends. Yeah, yeah. They're like the comic relief. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, OK. So I'm looking up hunchback live action <laughs> cast live action cast. OK. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Start reading. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go to the article because I want to make sure I get everybody here. 
This is the biggest mix of people I want to see and people I don't want to see. Okay, should we start with one I don't want to see? Sure. Josh Gad. He's actually going to do very well. I'm sure he's great. He and I'm, I'm sure he's a very nice man. I'm assuming he's playing Quasimodo. <laughs> oh, my. Wait a second. I just looked at who it's directed by. Oh, no. Who's it directed by? Are you kidding me? I don't remember. Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the worst movie of all time. <laughs> really bad. Okay, now let's talk about somebody I really want to see. Uh-huh. Ian McKellen. Uh-huh. Gandalf himself. Magneto. Man, Ian McKellen's like one of my favorite fucking dudes. Yep. Best friends with Peacock. Patrick Court. Yeah. Peacock. Data. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes. Data. Wait, he was knighted, right? Patrick Stewart? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he doesn't fuck around. Oh. We love Sir Pat Stu. Um, okay, now a person I don't want to see. Gal Gadot. <laughs> I'm assuming Esmeralda. Probably, I'm guessing, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, is she going to sing? I'm assuming. Esmeralda's got songs in that. No, she did sing Imagine for everybody. <laughs> she did. When we went into she lockdown. She did a bang-up job on that. Yeah. I know that eased my anxiety when yeah. it came to that virus. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like seeing Dwight Schrute sing Imagine <laughs> to you to really take the edge off, you know? In a confused Wolf yeah. Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's good looking i got no frame of reference i never saw wonder woman i heard good things it was entertaining despite her yeah <laughs> i just don't i just i'm sorry if anybody really loves her i just don't enjoy her acting i just it's just not for me um okay so that's somebody i, I wouldn't want to see um somebody i do want to see jason alexander isn't it <laughs> He can he can fucking act the shit out of a fucking character role, man. Yeah, he can. He's going to nail it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is in it. That's fine. I like Chris Hemsworth. He's good. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's in every musical now? He's in, yeah. If, if there's a song in it, we have to get Lin-Manuel. I mean, the guy is going to work forever. He's going to have projects releasing 50 years after he's dead. <laughs> yeah. um, Ed Helms. Good to see Ed Helms. I haven't seen Ed Helms in a while. I enjoy Ed Helms. Um, Jane Lynch. I love Jane Lynch. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, it has a couple arch enemies for me. Old Josh Gad there and Gal Gadot. <laughs> I I don't dislike Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm just kind of eh, yeah, it. sure. I get it. Um, but yeah, okay. So Tim, oh, shit. Maybe that was an unconfirmed report because I read something where there was another actor that I know that you would like to see. In the production, but apparently that is unconfirmed by this article. Wait a second. What am I missing? Oh, I saw an article here. Josh Gad shared a teaser poster of some kind. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So apparently the cast is still up in the air. Okay, well, they can take all of Gal Gadot's money and just hand it to him, because that's who you got to get. Kelsey. (laughs) There it is! (laughs) He's going to be a bad... He'll be the bad bishop guy! Goddamn right he is! Oh, I smite you, Quasimodo! (laughs) I don't know the songs. (laughs) Oh, you you listen to Out There in the first part of that song, Is the Bad Bishop Guy? Oh, it is dark. No... We need it. It's him calling him deformed and ugly. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. We need it. It's going to be great. 
Man, if I saw Kelsey running down Josh Gad, that would just make my day. <laughs> just laughing, hysteric, just just losing it in the theater. Because <laughs> every time Kelsey Grammer talks, we would be dying. When this comes out in the theater, we are going to see it, and it, we will be amongst the most puzzled audience <laughs> that we have ever seen. I swear to you. Because we will be running laps in that theater. I swear to you, every time he has a line, no matter how grim it is, <laughs> we are going to laugh our ass off. We won't be able to contain ourselves. We might die in that theater. We might. <laughs> we might just stop breathing from laughing too Do you hard. remember when we used to go to, like, the midnight showing of Revenge of the Sith, and there were people, like, doing lightsaber battles yeah. in the front of the theater? That's going to be us in the live-action <laughs> remake of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. We're dressed as the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> we're cosplaying as a bishop. <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. I need that. Oh, God, I hope that that's the accurate casting. Uh, the one was, I mean, it was from a wiki, not Wikipedia. It was from, like, a fan yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I don't think, you know, it doesn't even have a release date or a Wikipedia article at this point. It just says in future projects. God, let so, Kelsey Grammer, please. I don't I don't care if anybody else I don't is know, in man. that movie. It depends on when they, they got to cast him and get his stuff shot soon because election season is coming up, and I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Um, it's it's funny how we always remark how we're making good time, and, <laughs> and then, then we then find a way happens. to make yeah. terrible time. Um, we also laughed hysterically for about 10 minutes um, in between breaks here. When you showed me, Adam has been selling junk that he found. Yeah, <laughs> just more or less clearing um, out the basement for that for that workout bench. Yeah. <laughs> now I went in your basement. You did have a bunch of just crap out there, <laughs> just stuff. So you've been so you've been posting it on like Facebook Marketplace, yeah. right? And you showed me a picture of a I uh, sold a smoker a the other smoker. day. <laughs> Being pretty liberal with your definition there. It's, I don't know what's left of this thing. It Some guy gave you 15 bucks for it. Yeah. It's just junk. It's literally just junk. <laughs> Here you go. 15 bucks. Take it off my hands. Just, it looks like hell. This is all stuff that I would have thrown away. But it's like, let's see if I can get 15 bucks for it. It's the best grift. Uh-huh. What else did you say? What other kind of junk I, did I'm you I'm going to save it. We could turn this into a thing. Yeah. You can guess how much I got for a piece of, <laughs> for a piece of junk. <laughs> That's going to be a great segment. <laughs> junk talk, man. Oh, man. We should even get, like, betting lines going on. Like... <laughs> Adam announces the type of junk that he's going to show we'll Tom. We'll give odds. We take odds of what I'm going to guess, you know, and, like, people can bet on it. That's illegal, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Well, the NFL can do it, apparently, and then su- fucking suspend their players an entire season for betting on fucking a, d- a game they're not even involved Watch, in. Watch, we're going to get an email from FanDuel after yeah. this, like, we want in on this. Yeah, we want in on this. <laughs> did you see a bunch of emails come through today where I was arguing with a customer? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was my prize picks. I was trying to cash out. <laughs> trying to cash out my damn fantasy money, and I was talking to... They, it claims that it's a person, but it was so clearly a bot. And I was just like, you're not... Like, I want to talk to a person. Oh, and they ended up... Eventually, I got it resolved. They ended up getting me to an actual fucking person who was very helpful. But 
the bot deleted my account. What if you arguing with the bot, the AI bot for this, was the thing that made it go sentient and like destroy humankind? Yeah. This was our uh, yeah, this was the this was the defining moment. This is the Skynet moment. Yeah, this is the butterfly effect of me yelling at the <laughs> yelling at the fucking robot. <laughs> I want a person. You're not answering. I would like lay out my problem and it would respond with like this long ass fucking paragraph that is just like the rules and stuff. And I'm just like, this isn't anyways, let's talk about the show. They got it resolved. It literally deactivated my account. And I, (laughs) (laughs) how's that helping anything? (laughs) It delete. I go to it for a problem and it deletes my account. Are you fucking kidding the me? The robot logic. There, no account. <laughs> yeah. No problem. No, I deleted it because since it's technically a gaming site or whatever, it's fantasy, but so it's not like high stakes, but you win real money. So I was like, I tried to cash out today because I had some money that I wanted to cash out. And it's like, it asked, it never asked for this, but it asked for my phone number. So I was like, okay, I'll type my phone number. It's like in a, an account already exists with this phone number. And I'm like, oh, that's right, because like a couple years ago, I lost the password for my old account, so I just ended up creating a new one, because every time I tried to reset the fucking password, the broken-ass app would bring me to the login screen, not the reset password screen. So I was just like, fuck it, you know, I'll just create a new account. But apparently, after I get the bot on the line, I find out that... Well, you, it's it's you can't have two. That's against our rules. And they just deactivated my fucking account with money in it. Problem solved. <laughs> Good job, bot. And this is after I had gone through the shit of already just deleting. I got it all reset. I figured it out and got it deleted. And then it deletes my account. Insane. The reasoning of this bot. It's in, it's terrible. I think humanity still has a couple of years left before AI takes over. Why is it doing any kind of customer service? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Because you don't have to pay it. <laughs> I think you answered your own question. Yeah, but then, like, Bradley got on the line. Bradley got on the chat, and he fucking solved it right away. Yeah. Because Bradley's human. Yep. It's far superior being human. <laughs> That bot's just mowing people down right now. <laughs> the AI has already activated a bunch of shit. Because <laughs> deleted half their accounts. Pretty soon the computers are going to start exploding in here. Um, yeah, so uh, Star Wars Rebels Flight of the Defender. Flight of the Defender. Season 4, Episode 6. Pretty good. Yeah. Fun stuff. Um, so, as we know, they got to Lethal. They were saved by uh, Ryder Azadi, Sans penis, penis Helmet. Uh, good. Glad to report right off the bat, penis helmet is it's back. It's back. It's back. He's got that thing on there. Um, so we're going to take a listen to this first clip. Now, they talked about this TIE Defender, this this advanced prototype that the Empire's been working on, and they're trying to get information on it. So Ryder brings them to the spot where this Imperial, and I wouldn't say it's a factory. It's more of like an air, it looks like an airport, an airfield yeah. of some kind. And this is where he's seen it before. So um, they're sitting there staking it out. They've been there for a long time. It's going to be our first uh, our first clip. Heavy Lothcat present. Many brave Lothcats in this episode. Let's take a listen to our first clip. Hera and Kanan are back at the ship having sex. I see plenty of interceptors, but that's nothing new. Are you sure this is the place, Ryder? 
My spy said this is where the test flight for the new TIE Defender will be. Well, we've been out here for hours, and all I've seen are these stinking loath cats. That's what not nice, though. They like me. I'm glad somebody likes you, Ezra, but let's stay on mission. Spectre 2 to Spectre They're 6. They're status. No sign of the ship. Yet. How's your recon going? The Empire's been fortifying their anti-aircraft defenses, and there are some new fuel tanks near the factory. They must be getting ready to start full They're at the production. old, uh... Maintain surveillance until nightfall, then return to base. Copy that. Phoenix 6 out. My contacts tell me this new prototype is even tougher than the one you've already encountered. More powerful engines, upgraded targeting computer. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. That's why we're here, Zeb. Oh, these Lothcats, they got an intuition on them. That's a tense tie. Yeah. Tense tie sound. Do you see it now, Zeb? Yeah, but I still don't believe it. Okay. So, um, a couple of things. So, first of all, uh, apparently that was... Ryder Azadi's helmet that Ezra was wearing because Ezra's not wearing it anymore and it is prominently on top of Ryder Azadi's head. I feel like did Ezra's we was a miss, smaller size though. Did we miss the episode where he like gave it to Ezra and he went away with it? I don't think it was I don't think that's the same helmet. Oh, I think it might be. No, I think it's like if you you know you go to a Yeehaw cowboy concert, you probably see like the dad with the full size cowboy hat and then you got the little junior with it, you know? <laughs> Something like that. I think I think Could Ezra's be. got the junior size one. All right. Second of all, what the fuck are Herrick Shopper and Kanan doing at the Bridger household? Yes. Why do we keep going back there? Don't you think they might throw a couple of cameras or sensors up in that house? That's literally where Thrawn apprehended Callus. Because he knew he would go back there. Yes. Why are we there? I get fucking bonkers. I get that it's high up and you can get you get cool views with your binoculars, but that is the last place you should be. The the only reason they were not captured, I am positive, is because Thrawn was like, "There's no way that they would be stupid enough to ever come back to this house. We can go ahead and not monitor this anymore." Well, then that begs the question: Are they so stupid <laughs> that they're smart? <laughs> They've circled all the way back around to smart. Well, I mean, technically, they would be... It is smart. the last place they would ever expect them to go. You gotta be pretty pretty fucking sure of yourself there, though, because uh -huh. that's like the first place I would guess. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, you know, you gotta suspend your, uh, you know... You just kind of got to. Yeah, of course. Some of these things we just got to let go. But it, it is, was bonkers to me. It is and like it's so bonkers to me there because it, I, you heard me say they're back on the ship having sex. I It was so bonkers to me that I like mentally blocked it out until I heard it again. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's right. They were at the worst place to be. It is a great location. Now, it is funny to me, though. They're alone there. So I'm assuming they put Chopper on like sentry duty and they must have. <laughs> this must have been when they conceived the child, right? I would think this is the most alone. They Imagine they the Empire. Saw, they saw Ezra's parents marital bed. They're like, well, that's just sitting there. We might as well get to something. <laughs> well, that's not Ezra's house. Yeah, well, practically. they had the house. And the do you think he moved his parents bed to that thing? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> well, they got to do some sleep in there at some point. 
I just it it was it was bonkers to me that they were there. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, I think that's where it happened. Uh, they did it in the yeah in the space needle getting down, <laughs> getting down and dirty, putting chopper on sentry duty. <laughs> Can you imagine if the Empire showed up while they're mid coitus? <laughs> Maybe that was it. Thrawn just like saw a peaceful, loving moment. And was like, I can't interrupt this. Oh, what if they're? Oh man, they that's like the Hulk Hogan sex tape, man. <laughs> They probably got cameras all over that fucking place, man. That's a nightmare, dude. Uh-huh. The, the the guy recorded Hulk Hogan to blackmail him. Wait, wait, who are these fucking people? Worked out real well for him. I think he's still doing shock jock shit. <laughs> I think so. And I, that was, he's, I think he's made a fair amount of money doing this shit. Is that Bubba the Love Sponge? That's correct. It's uh-huh. Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> Not to be confused with Man Cow or Opie and Anthony. Well, you know, when you name your kid Bubba the Love Sponge, you kind of are setting him up for life with that kind of name. Yeah. So. You think that was like a, a traditional matriarchal name in his family or yeah, something? Yeah, I think that was the traditional. Yeah, it's, Bubba, the, yeah. Bubba the Love Love Sponge the Third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every couple generations, that family names a new Bubba the Love Sponge. You do not want to see that family crest. <laughs> It's just a sponge with cum on it. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, they're in the worst place ever, but uh, that the crazy new... It's got three prongs on on this Defender. It's like a, uh, a, a, a tie interceptor times three. Yeah. So, it's got... It's it's a funky looking thing, and it lands on one of its wings. It's like a tripod. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a cool looking ship. It is cool, and it's it's indicated here that it's very fast, and it's it could give the ghost a run for. It's also money. it's shielded, and it has a hyperdrive. Yeah, this thing cooks. Um, so it lands, and they're scoping it out, and they see that the pilot of it was Volt Scaris. Um, now he's the actual best Imperial pilot. As opposed to that guy that's tending bar on Jafal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the best pilot, but, you know, <laughs> they gave me this bar. Um, yeah. He's got a picture of himself. Like It's so weird. You can tell Volt is better because he's got a widow's peak peeking yeah. out from his flight cap. And he's got the mustache, too. <laughs> he's the Red Baron. Yeah. <laughs> You ever have a Red Baron pizza? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's the pinnacle of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I would always ask my mom. I was like, we got to get a Red Baron. <laughs> There's no other choice. And then I would ask for a scarf so I could <laughs> pretend to fly a plane while it was cooking. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you love the Red Baron. I do. <laughs> I love when you were a kid and you just thought, like, the cheapest shit was the coolest you thing You saw ever. one little thing and you are like, oh, my God, this is going to be the rest of my night. Yeah. <laughs> and you just pretend to be, like, a, a World War One pilot. Yeah. At risk of getting called out for repeating things, I have to tell the story of when my buddy Nick got a Burger King cheeseburger for the first time. So, have we told... Have I told I the story? I don't remember. Before? Well, he's, like, 20 at this point. I mean, this is... 15 years ago but we were on break at walmart and we we went to uh west st paul and i was getting taco bell and nick nick's a picky eater uh so he's like i don't want anything to talk about can we go to that burger king i've never had burger king before he's like what's good there i was like well it's like a mcdonald's kind of you know he's like all right i'll try it and so he just gets two cheeseburgers from burger king all right and he's flame never- broiled flame broiled <laughs> yes as he soon found out <laughs> um <laughs> he bites into it and he just kind of goes silent on the ride. 
Like we were, we were chatting and he just kind of bites into it for the first time. And he turns to me and he just goes, this is the best cheeseburger I've had in my entire life. <laughs> just he bites into the burger and it's like Dorothy when things go yes. from black and white to color. <laughs> His third eye literally opened from eating a Burger King cheeseburger. <laughs> I will admit, for a fast food burger, kind of tasty. I, it's been a while since I've been to a Burger King. I should try it out again. They're they're shutting down all over, man. I, I don't know where two. there's one left. I used to have two within five miles. They're both gone. I, I feel bad that I may not have respected the king much in the later years. Yeah, plus you got that cardboard crown, too. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. They do have a... I don't know. But I just found it so funny. Like, he literally... It was a mind-bending experience for him. Just a Burger King cheeseburger. The downfall of Burger King is the fries. The fries are not good. Um, where were we? Where the fuck were we? I don't know. Okay, yeah, Volt Scaris. Volt Scaris. Yeah, the, the Red Baron. <laughs> the Red Baron. Okay, so um, they're like, let's head back to base. We got what we need here. We got, you know, we, we confirmed it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Sabine kind of stops everyone she's like wait we're not you know we got to do something about this now i mean this is kind of as light as it's going to be guarded probably this is a chance to do something she's like we can't leave empty-handed so she wants to go to the ship get into it and take the flight data recorder she said that would be much more valuable to the rebellion yes than just reporting back what they saw yes um which so she, she has a point but like, wasn't there just an episode where they were talking about, like, why can't you guys just follow fucking orders? Yes. And I think they kind of speak to that a little bit later in the episode. Because um, Zeb is distraught about losing them. And Kanan says something along the lines, it's, it's not on you, Zeb, it's on them. Yep. <clears throat> but, um, so yeah, she wants to get on there. So she's, she says, hey, physical evidence, she wants to get it to Rebel Command. Um, now they don't really have a means of getting it out there because they don't have a a, a light speed capable hyperspace capable ship. Um, so Sabine reasons that um, you know this is a it's trying to figure out how to get this to the Rebel Command is a good problem to have, which I liked. I like that yeah. line. Yep. Um, Ryder and Zeb are staying back and they're going to just kind of watch. Um, Ezra and Sabine are going to sneak up there. A couple loth cats follow them. Um, and they hide behind some boxes and they're kind of like, okay, how do we want to do this? There's two stormtroopers guarding, uh, this, uh, new prototype advanced TIE fighter. And they're kind of sitting there talking about trying to figure it out. And the loth cats just run off. Very intuitive. These loth cats. I think they are <laughs> playing up. Ezra has a special, almost force connection with animals. Yes. Like these. Lothcats seem to be very in tune tune with what Ezra needs and, you know, and they're more than willing to help him. It's not the first time this has happened, too. No, and they really played it up early, early on. They kind of got away from it a little bit. Yeah, and now they're, like, revisiting it. We had, like, the Pergil. We had um, a bunch of Lothcat stuff. We had... um, even that dark side goober on that fucking planet, those those things that that couldn't come into the light, and it was like that... um, It was kind of like... I am legend moment where they're all kind of like chomping yeah. at the bit to get at uh Hera and Sabine. So yeah, Ezra, he interacted with them and was able to calm them down. He actually went dark side when he calmed down that big one. Remember? Yeah, man, they really did get away from that. They stuff. really did. Well, they're bringing it back. Um, <clears throat> so, um, 
they're going to sneak down there. And these Lothcats, they just run up there and they run up to these star two stormtroopers and they're going to distract them with hijinks. They are a hell of a distraction. <laughs> they are. And the stormtroopers are real dickbags. Um, they're like, do you think these can fly? And they shoot the ground by one of the like, Lothcats. Let's find out. Jumps up. So the Lothcat just jumps up and just attacks the stormtrooper's head and just grabs onto his face. Cats are the best. And then the other one attacks the other one. Um, eventually, they get the Lothcats off him and they go off and chase the Lothcats. Stormtroopers really are just the the shits, man. They're just <laughs> there's just nothing there. Just idiots. You're gonna go. You want revenge on a couple of animals that attacked you because you shot at it? Just very. Just dumbasses. And I love... They have a payoff later, too. That's pretty fucking funny. Uh-huh. Um, Do you think this is based on a true story? There are a couple of, like, U.S. Marines that were guarding a base around Kabul. And, like, this is, this is what yeah. happened. Two cats came out, and they tried shooting at him. Like, oh, I'm not letting them get away with this. <laughs> Ran after it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Not very disciplined soldiers, these no. stormtroopers. Uh, they need, you know, what they need to get. They need to get those guys with the fuzzy hats in front of the palace in England. Those motherfuckers aren't going to move for shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That lothcat could try everything. Could pee right on the guy's face. Wouldn't do anything <laughs> about it. He would drink the pee. What are those guys called? The beef eaters? Yeah. What a well, fucking name. I think name. the beef eater is the name of the hat. Oh, I don't okay. know what the soldiers are called. Well, I would just call them the beef eaters. The beef eaters. That's a cool name. Uh huh. The beef eaters. Yeah. Until every once in a while, there's like a drunken asshole that starts fucking with one. And the, the guy takes, like, the butt of his rifle and, like, hits the guy in the face <laughs> with it. <laughs> Shut up, really? That's great. <laughs> yeah. Just knocks him out Oh, cold. you can push him too far. Yeah. Okay. All right. Man, don't fuck with the beef eaters, dude. Uh-huh. They don't call them the beef eaters for nothing. They'll eat you up. They got to earn their steak. Yeah. Um. What a boring job, though. <laughs> what an awful job. This is... I have to stand here and guard this family that's... I don't know why they have any authority at this point, <laughs> but I have to stand here and not move. I We're can't... all just pretending that yeah. these people have an authority over yes. us. This is this is the this is the uh, this is this is the Western culture that the Marxists want to tear down. Yep, beef eater guy staring blankly while some kid pisses on his ankle. The proud tradition. <laughs> yeah, just corny shit, man. Can we let this shit go? It's so dumb. This is. I, hey, do you remember at any point when you cared about tradition? Because I remember there was a point when I was younger where I Probably. was like, tradition's important. And I've reached a point where it's like, burn it all fucking down. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. Or like, you know, I remember when, um, speaking of Hunchback of Notre Dame, when the, uh, uh, what was it in Paris kind of burned down? Notre Dame. Notre Dame did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, duh. <laughs> That's what I was going with. Um, But no, I just remember like within like a a day there had been like i don't know how much money fucking raised by like celebrities and yeah. shit and i'm just like i can, i appreciate history and i appreciate the architecture of it but it's just like if people got that like up in arms about actual issues i think ben shapiro was like weeping <laughs> on a live stream about this proud icon that's going down in flames how did that even burn down i don't fucking know some guy leaves it was some... probably that fucking hunchback he forgot to put out a lantern or yeah. something he was probably touching up some of the paint on he the was ceiling. too busy singing beautifully yeah he left the paint thinner out kicked it over it spilled everywhere and then he was playing with a torch while he was singing and dancing, and then he burned the place to the ground. 
Look, I'm glad they rebuilt it. I just think, like, the uproar from certain people was it just, like, you don't, like, Ben Shapiro crying about that, but then, like, I don't know, a guy's murdered in cool, in fucking broad daylight on a street. Uh-huh. And he just, well, you see, this wasn't murder because this, it's like, how broken are you as a human? Or a woman just trying to get contraceptives. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, too bad. Yeah. It's just not zero priority and idea of how to be an actual human being no. just dead inside These proud western civiliz icons of western civilization though dude i just love and they're always talking about like the greeks and this and that and it's like <laughs> you know those dudes were fucking each other <laughs> yeah man 24 7 yeah like uh that was a very manly thing to do <laughs> like <laughs> i love when the dude there's got to be a point in the conservative movement where uh, they they pick up on that and they're like, you know what? If we want to bring back, we got to go all the way back. And <laughs> they all just start fucking each other. You think that's going to happen? God, I hope so. <laughs> and I think they could finally relax a little bit and we yeah. can actually have a society. They'll find, you know, like, I, you know, a couple of these guys, I think they they got to start being honest with themselves. Yeah. Who's that guy that moved to, like, Poland? Oh, Rod Dreher? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that guy. The guy that converted to Catholicism <laughs> late when he was like 50. <laughs> and left his wife and kids so he could move to Poland <laughs> and hang out with a bunch of other dudes. Moved to Poland and be... No, was it Poland or was it Hungary? Oh, I think it might it have been Hungary. Hungary. Yeah, yeah. And like they have like a right-wing kind of not great guy there. I don't know much about his politics, but it just people that... I trust on these things and have the similar views as me or like Orban. That's his Orban, name. Victor, yeah, yeah. Orban. Victor Orban. He's, he's apparently a real piece of shit, but like he brought Rod Dreher over there to like write articles about Hungary on his blog. Like people actually pay this guy money to read his shitty articles. He converted to Catholicism when he was like 50. It's wild. <laughs> this guy's made a living just writing ghoulish, weird articles. And like, waxing on and on about the downfall of western civilization this and that just a freak man how do we get on this loth cats is that how we got out of here yeah that's the clone cat it is yeah um yeah so these loth cats they distracted those stormtroopers um so um yeah they they chase him off sabine's gonna go and break into the um sneaks up to the tie fighter ezra's on a lookout there um and she's gonna sneak in there she's gonna she's gonna get the material they need and then dip out of there um everything's going pretty well she it's unlocked she hops right in the guards are miles away at this point because they're fucking idiots um and she starts working on removing the panel um but we see a lambda class shuttle comes in we always know when we see a lambda class Somebody's on board, baby. <laughs> um, so it lands, and Thrawn and Arinda Price, the de facto governor of Lafal, disembark. Um, so things are kicking up a notch here. Thrawn so, is looking extra menacing, too. Yeah, and Thrawn pulls a very interesting maneuver here where he uses some of his soldiers as pawns to test things. He, they're like toy dummies to him. Um Let's take a listen to Thrawn checking in with Skolt Volt Scaris. Good afternoon, Commander. I'm eager to hear your opinion on the improvements made to the TIE Defender program. Allow me to present the Defender Elite for your inspection, Grand Admiral. 
and then I will provide you with a flight demonstration. They're headed for the fighter. Sabine's still in there. Get ready. Things are about to get interesting. Sabine, we have to go! Now! I, I've almost got it. Just stole him! Stole him? How? It's Thrawn! I'm confident you'll think of something. So Ezra gets distracted. Off in the distance, he sees a big old wolf. This is your big boy. <gasps> Pilot was right behind him, takes a shot at him at point blank range. Edgler buried, bar barely deflects it. Um, but obviously, he's found out. Um, Thrawn notices what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on. And now Ezra is fighting off like 15 stormtroopers. Yeah. Let's do the Thrawn music. That's Rosette. We haven't played that in a while. <laughs> love that Devorah. That is a good one. It is. I love that classical music, man. You big classical guy? Oh, I love classical. Yeah. Chopin? Ho oh. ho. You're a big smart guy, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel so intelligent. Does it really? Do you remember going into the Sam Goody at the Mall of America? When you were a kid, yeah, and they had the room of classical music, yeah, with the giant bust of Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> Do you legitimately remember that? I don't remember the bust of Beethoven. There was a separate area that was just classical music CDs. There's a giant bust of Beethoven. So like everybody wearing Dockers and penny loafers. I remember going in walking there. in there as like a ten year old and being like, "Oh, this is where the smart people buy their." You know music. what I miss about '90s retail was the secret rooms. <laughs> Every so many stores had the secret rooms. Uh huh. Like Schinders had the porno room. Yep. Video update. I, I earnestly wandered into the porno place. Like I accidentally did it. I did not intend. I was just like tracing the wall, and then I was like, "Oh, it's in here." And I went. I was. Video update didn't even have a curtain. It was just like around a corner. Yeah. Yeah. And just the loneliest men ever, just rifling through the videos. The porno in rooms there. were the best because they were all set up differently. Like the video update, it was just like two turns it, like nothing no other barrier it yeah it's just like down just two turns of a hallway there were other places that had like western saloon doors into the porno room, yeah <laughs> and then shinders had the black curtains yeah um the shinders i went to actually had saloon doors oh okay yeah but they always have now it's a private area, so they had that like big mirror that would show everything that's going on in there. That's right. So yeah. like as a kid I'd stare at the mirror like boots, you know. Like, <laughs> you're just staring at the mirror in the corner, waiting for some fucking horny ass guy to flip through it. <laughs> the the thing out oh my god, dude, my my physical science teacher, right? In um uh yeah, physical science in ninth grade. So, you know, um, Teachers have lives outside of Yeah, of school. course. Um, they're know, human beings. They're human beings. But, uh, yeah, so uh, this is the same guy, mind you, that played Kenny Rogers the greatest for the class and broke down in tears. <laughs> so one of our buddies worked at a video store, right? That, and he was working one night, and in comes our teacher. And he doesn't see him at first, right? Like, he, the teacher doesn't see him working behind the counter. Teacher comes back a little bit later, and... You know, he's standing at the counter, and our buddy goes up to help him. And he's like, oh, Mr. Pearson, hey, you know. <laughs> Should I bleep out the name? <laughs> no. No. Um, he, had unless, some he had some pornos. Unless he is the heir to the Pearson's candy fortune, I think we're okay. 
It was a private school. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was checking out some pornos. <laughs> Imagine that, though. Like, how how tough must it have been back in the day to just walk up with the porno and hand it to the 15-year-old working the counter? It was a simpler time. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Um, God, I, I could never. If you were a teacher, I would assume you'd go, like, three counties over to, yeah to rent but that's your the porno. thing we had kids coming from like diff- all over the metro for our school because it was a catholic school you know uh-huh. um so yeah dude that would be, i i couldn't imagine doing it man <laughs> i still can't believe i hand i i i got like playboys at the gas station ever uh-huh man <laughs> that's nuts man <laughs> just handing fucking, simpler times oh want to go back that's our equivalent of like playing with the big hoop with a stick <laughs> what are that thing called i don't know well we know devil sticks what is that other thing called though i don't know it's back in the 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 19 aughts i don't remember anything about it except for porn secret stores the secret stores are great okay uh where were we i don't know oh yeah ezra Ezra's got to start defending uh, him against all these stormtroopers. He's speaking to Sabine on the comm, and he's just like, please, hurry up. We don't got time. We got to get out of here. It turns it's out not e- good. And Ezra's back to being a badass now. Yeah. He's wielding, like, the lightsaber in one hand and using a heavy blaster in the other one. I think the thing is he just need to get home. I think so. I think he now that he's home and he's he's fighting the fight he wants to fight. He's like Kal-El. He's, like, getting energy from yeah. the planet Lethal. Yes. He's absorbing all of it. Um... So, um, yeah, so he's getting a little shoot out there. Uh, Sabine actually does just, she's like, well, I'm not going to get this out in time. So she decides to just steal the fucking ship. Um, so she gets in the ship. Ezra's like, get the hell out of here. Go get out. Um, but she just turns around and starts blasting stormtroopers with this ship. How Ezra made it out of there is fucking beyond me. Yeah. Cause those stormtroopers are fucking vaporized. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't here. They're dead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Ezra, after she clears him out, he hops up in there and gets in the TIE fighter and they take off. Um, Sabine, you know, being Sabine must destroy. And it's a good idea. She destroys like 90% of the fleet of the ships they have there. Um, leaves a couple TIE fighters. They have to get out of there. But, um, she does one final run, one strafing run and Thrawn, just stands right in the mi- It's like his Saving Private Ryan moment <laughs> where the tank is bearing down on Tom Hanks and he just keeps shooting yep. at it. Um, but, yeah, so, like, Sabine's bearing down him. He just takes out a fucking little laser pistol and he just starts shooting at it. It's It was cool. He stands stationary. Yeah. Thrawn shows no fear. Very it sure It was very cool. Yeah. Um, so, um... They escape. They get out of there. Well, you think they escape? Um, and Thrawn is just like, well, this is actually a, this is good. We can now use these Imperial pilots as guinea pigs, you know. And he's like, all right, send out some of your Tie fighters, the ones that remain. There's three left. Um, so Thrawn's going to use these three Tie pilots as guinea pigs. See if they can. It was at this moment I wrote down like, doesn't that thing have a self destruct? And as soon as I wrote that in my notes, <laughs> they said like. Well, we it has a kill switch. Should we just use the kill switch? And that's when Thrawn's like, no, this is a good opportunity. Yeah. But it was just funny that it was immediately after me writing that down where they were like, oh, kill switch. And at first we're kind of under the impression, I think, that Thrawn thinks it's probably Hera in it. No, it was Thrawn right away. 
uh, someone mentioned Hera, and Thrawn was like, "No, if that were if that were Captain Sandula, uh, our pilots wouldn't have lasted this long." No, that's in the next scene. Oh, okay. At this point, I think he's like, "Oh, it's probably Hera." You know? Okay. Um, I don't know though. May who knows? I just assume that. I just love the fact that Thrawn, like, paid Hera a compliment. Oh, he does. This. Yeah, I think we have it coming up here. But, um, yeah. So, um, we see a quick scene of the two idiot stormtroopers, like, literally, like, a mile away. Like, they... That part was fucking hilarious. Because yeah. I had still chasing the lot. I had completely forgotten about them. It was a great <laughs> call there. still chasing them. Yeah. And then uh, Sabine flies and just kind of, like, clips him overhead and just really gives him a scare um but yeah they're good i mean you see the base in the distance but they've they're like i would say a mile away they yeah they got some high yep. ground so you can see for a while but i think they're pretty far out just idiots you're chasing cats like it's just you're so dumb <laughs> like you would be like you know in like a normal standard army you would be like i don't discharge for that court sort of thing They'd be uh -huh. like, yeah you can't you can't, you can't be in this army anymore. Here. Nope. Um, Sorry. Um, but the Empire, those guys are just going to get, like, shot in the head. Like, <laughs> they're going to be like, what happened there? Oh, we chased some cats. They're not even going to wait. There's going to be, like, cattle going through that thing. If right? they're lucky. <laughs> yeah, if they're lucky. So we're going to get into the cockpit of this advanced uh, TIE Defender, and we're going to hear the conversation between Sabine and Ezra. They're going to go over a little bit of a plan here. I thought we were just going to steal the data recorder. We are, but I'm also learning all kinds of things. Like, this TIE Fighter has a Navi computer, which means it has a hyperdrive, so obviously I had to take it. Why? Because without this hyperdrive, we have no way to get the data back to Rebel Command on Yavin. But with it, we can fly it there right now. This idea has gone from good to great. <laughs> Keep heading east until I can disable the transponder. Ezra's no flying. Empire tracking us back to Rebel Command. Too late. Enemy fighters point six eight. Love that sound. Uh-huh. Oh, visceral reaction to that sound. Love it. It's a very cool ship. It is. It is cool. Anything that lands as a tripod is A plus in my book. <laughs> it's just very funny. Um so uh it's three TIE fighters. It's the three that are left that are engaging them. Um Ezra does this tricky move. It's a very it's a much faster ship than these TIE fighters. More maneuverable. Yeah. Um aerodynamic. Um so Ezra does this move where he just goes up high really fast and then comes back around and just goes head on with them it must have some impressive shields on it because they do take some hits but it's not really deterred by it at all mm -hmm. whereas ezra shoots the tie fighter and the middle one and just blows up so we're down to two um this is where we get thrawn they go back to like the the planning table at this airfield and thrawn is wondering aloud who's piloting the ship uh volt scarce is like oh, it's most likely harris and doula and thrawn is like no our pilots would already be dead. <laughs> yeah, our pilots case. would not have survived this long if it yep. were Hera. Yeah, so Thrawn uh, is really praising Hera and finds her to be a real formidable foe. And I think that's, you know, that's a high praise coming from the Grand Admiral. Yeah, and it's know. funny because he makes up for it by talking shit about Ezra in like 30 seconds, yeah. dude. This is duller. <laughs> 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 um, 
But yeah, so um, we get some cool shots of some conch navigation. Now, we're on Lothal, so we're flying through lots of wheat, and we're flying <laughs> through conch. Yeah, it's like winter wheat. <laughs> yeah. The area they're in is chilly. There you know? is snow cover. Yeah, there is snow cover, but there's still wheat. And lots of conch. Lots of great conch going on here. It's good to be back home in the fall. This is where it all belongs. It's a great, like, little, like, fighter scene. Yeah. Um, Ezra does a sweet move, too, where he breaks yeah. and, like, lets the fighters fly by him. Ezra does the old E-break move uh-huh. where you just throw that on, you stop. Every go he goes by, he takes out another one, so we're down to one. Um, so um, Ezra ends up taking out the final TIE fighter by shooting some rockets at it. He gets behind it because he's already behind it. He does that E-break move, takes out one. But then he finds out, oh, we got some big old rockets on it. I think he went a little overkill because he hits him with, like, eight rockets. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you need this many rockets. Um, but, yeah, so do you remember how cool it was? Any kind of Star Wars video game where you were, like, like Rogue Squadron, where you entered the sheet to, like, finally fly a TIE fighter? Yeah. It was so fucking cool. You always want to get in a TIE. Uh-huh. Just love that sound. Oh, the TIE. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Um, We didn't even talk about the Lego stuff. Oh, yeah. Now I'm thinking about ships. Oh, love a ship. You big ship guy? Love a ship. <laughs> love a ship. Must ship. Um, so, yeah, Ezra gets by him, takes him out um, with a bunch of rockets. Um, but turns out they got a Wi-Fi low jack on this thing. And Thrawn's like, all right, as soon as the transponder is deactivated, they activate the Wi-Fi low jack. Um, and the wings just start to fly off. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> like the wings just shoot off. And I don't know why one wing is even left. I don't know if there's a reason for that. But two of the wings shoot off, and we're left with one on this. And Ezra does a really hard crash landing, but lands it nonetheless. It doesn't explode or anything. Um, I what was that? Did that malfunction? Do you think? Or I don't know. Maybe it's just designed to take off the two because they know that it's not gonna like operate anymore. Sure. I don't know, but it was pretty cool. Um. I like the Wi-Fi Lojack concept. Very fun. Um, so we're going to get the next clip here, and it's going to be Ezra and Sabine. They kind of come to after their big crash. Um, we're also going to hear from the Ghost Crew as Zeb and Ryder have returned um, to the base. Uh, you okay? <coughs> nice landing. Well... I guess we can scratch stealing the TIE Defender. Yeah. But we're still taking the hyperdrive. What? The drive on Ryder's U-Wing is shot, but I can use this one to replace it. How are we going to carry it? Any way we can. All right, hurry. I should have expected them to do something crazy like that. It's okay, Zeb. This is on them. According to Imperial Chatter, they crashed. The Empire's gonna pour everything they have into the search, but we can't contact them without risking a signal trace. It doesn't matter. We have to find them. Okay. Um, so you heard uh, Kanan there. He's like, it's on them, you know. Because um, Zeb does feel pretty bad. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming Ezra was in com- was the commander of that mission. Yeah, that's the way it's worked before. Yeah. Now, he has been told to follow orders, which clearly did not do. And him and Sabine are actually very excited about this new plan. Yeah. Um, well, they were. Um, 
But yeah, so um, we get back to Ezra and Sabine, and they're just lugging this match, massive hyperdrive. It's like a giant keg. <laughs> it looks very heavy. Yeah. They're moving very slowly. But Ezra spots a brave snow loth cat um, in the distance, and he kind of looks at it, and he checks it out, and he's like, the snow loth cat jumps down and starts leading him there to this place, and there's this little crevice in the conch that they can hide the hyperdrive in and come back for it later. And it also has a great little, um, like, a, another smaller conch that fits right over the opening. It's very convenient. It yeah, very convenient. These conches, man, they're versatile. Um, so, uh, Sabine, now it should be noted that Sabine didn't even see the Lothcat. She's like, what? What Lothcat? Yeah, and Ezra pointed out, like, that the Lothcat led me here, and she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So now we're getting some, like, uh, you know, extra you know we're getting some supernatural shit with Ezra's abilities here seeing these loth it's like the spirit of the loth cat or something I don't know um so we see the imperial search parties out and about uh price is riding in it um heading up this search mission they got the cool uh they brought back the old uh, you know the uh from uh Coruscant days with the uh, the search crew with uh commander fox oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, the Coruscant police cars yeah the Coruscant police cars with the big spotlights very I cool I love those I think there is a set of that there is yeah but it's very expensive I yeah think. it's probably five six they only released one of them I think it comes with like it's it's from the Ahsoka on the run like arc great arc yeah but like times. I think it comes with Anakin and Ahsoka and I think Commander Fox it's a, it looks like a great Lego set yeah but yeah it is pretty pricey yeah oh man gotta get these sets uh-huh you gotta sell more of that junk so you can get some more sets <laughs> yeah. see if these people will take this fucking crap that you... <laughs> do we is this does this segment have legs if we run with it i think so <laughs> <laughs> did you ever text our friend to see if we can use that picture as no i will though he won't care <laughs> no i don't no, think so I go. um where were we oh yeah so they hide it in this like this little conch crevice. Um, very convenient. Uh, those imperial search parties are out. Price has located the craft. She's on the hollow with Ron. She's like, I'll get them. Don't worry about it. It's like, I don't know how you have any confidence of getting any of these people ever. Like, how many times? They constantly elude them. Yeah. It, the, the, just the utter confidence in their They've had zero success. Yes. Um, we check in with the ghost crew. Uh, Ryder and Zeb are out searching. Hera is monitoring the imperial chatter. Um, just keeping an eye on things, see if anything pops so they can go help out. Um, I will give credit to this episode. There's not one iota of any kind of like weird will they won't they relationship stuff from Ezra and Sabine in this. It is like purely platonic. Like they might as well be brother and sister in this. Well, and they could have very easily been like, oh, they're alone kind of trapped. Oh, like yeah, yeah, Ezra could start acting awkward and that type of thing. But no, yeah, it's not going to happen. No, no. Do you think there's Ezra and Sabine shippers out there? Oh, I'm sure. Like Stan accounts where they ship them together and Oh yeah. I some think of the it... darker ones that end up posting like just pornographic. I was art. gonna say, I think it goes far <laughs> beyond that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll never forget, like just when I first joined Star Wars Twitter and like I was just I took the strategy of just following a bunch of fucking accounts that are Star Wars related in hopes that we could build some mutuals, uh -huh. and, you know, like start, you know, from there. I didn't I, I still don't know how to build a fucking Twitter account. <laughs> I don't know. I guess my tweets suck. Anyways, I don't tweet anymore. They suck. They suck so bad I retired. Um, but I remember, like, I follow these accounts. And then one day I'm just scrolling. And all of a sudden I just see full-on, like, very detailed animation 
of of Kylo Ren and um and Ray just getting it on. <laughs> like their helmets and boots are on the ground. He's just behind her, just going to town. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? So I clicked the account and it was like all that shit. So I, I held the image until it said save file. Yeah. And then I clicked on that. I photoshopped Kylo <laughs> Ren out. <laughs> Well, you know I like Ray. <laughs> oh, Daisy, <laughs> Daisy! Remember that song that that uh, um, that Daisy song? That what's his fucking face? Um, that little gorilla on your on the PC, Bonsai, ba- Bonsai buddy. buddy. Yeah. If you tell him to sing a song, you'd sing the Daisy song. That's right. Oh, I should have heard of the Paul Kilman. Can use the Bonsai buddy singing the Daisy song. Daisy, Daisy. Just think of the uh, the the sour cream commercial. You do a dollop of Daisy. Ooh. Uh huh. Daisy, is that your favorite kind of sour cream? Is there any other? Uh, Kemp's. Uh, I think uh, Daisy's better. You don't support the local brands? No. Okay. Well, not that. Kemp's is, I will 100% do Kemp's for uh, cottage cheese. That's the way to go. Big Kemp's guy. You an old Dutch fan? You got to get the large curd. You ever get into the old Dutch? Of course. One of the Top things tater? when I was in Chicago, one of the biggest laments was I couldn't get old Dutch potato chips. Oh. So when I'd come back here for Christmas, I would load my car up. With now you old must Dutch potato chips. I did this field trip, but you must have done this field trip too. The old Dutch potato. No, chip I factory. never went. You never went. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, we got chips, man. I think we got another Clonecast field trip to Is plan. That still open? <laughs> it has to be. Look it up. I did see on the history. That seems like the kind of job in the wake of Reagan and like the, the fall of the 90s would have that factory must have shut I down. I remember watching a show on the History Channel that was like how it's made. And it was talking about potato chips and they went to the old Dutch factory Oh, in the pickup tr- or the, the semi tractor trailer full of potatoes would pull onto a ramp and the the like machinery would just tilt, <laughs> tilt the entire truck and it would dump the potatoes out. <laughs> Let's see. Old Dutch Factory. I think it's in Roseville, isn't it? Old Dutch Factory opens 8 a.m. Wednesday. Let's go. (laughs) It's in Roseville. Old Dutch. Now I'm on the Old Dutch Wikipedia article. Maybe it'll be something good in there. I'll keep this up and check it out later. Do you Um, like the garlic and onion potato chips from Old Dutch? (laughs) Old Dutch talks to me, man. Old Dutch does it right. Now, they're not in Chicago, huh? No. For whatever reason, they weren't distributed there. But when I was oh, do you know who founded Old Dutch? No, a guy by the name of Carl with a C, J. Marks. <laughs> You're a goddamn commie. He's a cousin of him. Hell yeah. The it current was... president is Stephen Anninson. Nelson. It was weird. I couldn't get Old Dutch potato chips in Chicago, but recently when I went to British Columbia. I saw Old Dutch all over the place there. Hell yeah. Okay, so here's the manufacturing locations. Heavy presence in Canada. Uh, Winnipeg, that's the Canadian head office. They got a Canadian HQ, uh, and it also has a potato chip facility. There it is. Uh, But yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff in Canada. Uh, Roseville is the headquarters and also has a potato chip facility. We got to go. That's where we got to go. But in Minneapolis, there's what they call the corn product facility. Oh, have you ever had the Arebas? No. Oh, I am bringing those in next episode. What's an Ariba? Oh, you will find out. They are a tasty treat. How many calories are we talking? Probably a lot. So how many calories should I save that day? I'll I'll get back to you. We'll plot it out, but you're going to have some Arebas. You got to get me the Ariba nutrition facts so okay. I can plan this out. Okay. Um, 
that's enough old Dutch talk. Um, so yeah, um, Ryder is using an uh like an augmented U wing. Like it's a, it is skiff though. It's it is a U wing though. It's like the U wing body that has the sliding like van doors. Sure, but it's just like it looks a little different. But it is it is a U wing. So it's a grounded U wing. Yeah, really, it's like a skiff, but it it looks U wing like. Yep. Is it an actual U-wing that's been modified? I do, it, like it is. It looks like half of a U-wing. Like the yeah. bottom engines are exactly the same. The bottom body's exactly the same. The cockpit is where the U-wing. Did we see it in the last episode? Is that what they escaped? Just on? very briefly. Yeah. Yep. They're more. In, we saw the interior more. Um, but yeah. So um, Ezra and Sabine are on the run. They're hiding behind conches. Those Imperial searchlights are out and about. Um, now Ezra spots. Another, he hears a sound, he hears kind of like howling, and he looks and he spots another loft wolf. Sabine doesn't see it at all. She's like, I don't even know. Um, and he's like, I thought I saw a loft wolf. One hasn't been spotted for a hundred years. Um, and sure enough, the loft wolf comes closer and it comes up right behind him. And Ezra turns around, he's like, Sabine, look. And she turns around and the loft wolf just kind of like breathes on her and she just gets knocked out. Well, and it says sleep. Yeah. Did it say sleep? Yeah. Sleep. Okay. I didn't know it said sleep. At least that's, that's what the subtitle said. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I didn't have the volume. It's not if it it's not very loud if it is, but... But you see its breath. Yeah. So... I thought he just had bad breath. Knocked her out cold. Um, But, so, um, Ezra's kind of, like, shocked for a second. He's kind of reaching for his weapon. And then he kind of just kind of looks at it and you know they kind of make that mental connection Ezra, Ezra is basically like avatar guy you know <laughs> he's just hooking into all the animals you know he's plugging in um so uh the loft wolf after they kind of commune together Ezra talks to me like these we're trying to get away from them blah blah he's just talking to it um and the loft wolf like picks up Sabine kind of like you would a cub well there's another appearance because the white loth cat oh yeah he's he's riding on the back pops up and is just on top of the loth wolf's head yeah so he must have went and got the waffle made hey we need you buddy um lots of loth talking here lots of loth communication uh but yeah so the loth wolf then picks up Sabine kind of like a little cub that's sleeping (laughs) it's adorable yeah and then Ezra helps get Sabine up on the loth wolf and the loth wolf is gonna let him just take a spin very exciting. The way they ride this thing is way cooler than those like racehorse things in the yeah. Last Jedi. Um. Oh yeah. They they kind of it, it doesn't look like that at all, but it has the it got, it's got like the uh, raptor looking similar feet. vibe. Yeah, the feet vibe. It's got the interesting feet. Um. It reminds me of that fucking game. What's the game? Ah, oh, it's by the guys that did Shadow of the Colossus, which is like my favorite game. Oh the yeah, Ico Studios. Yeah. Oh man, I got I. It's gonna kill me now. Team Ico. Uh, wait, it's defunct. No, I remember being so excited for that game and then like never following up with it. I played it for a few hours. I think I, it came... Shadow Colossus. I love that yeah. game. Um, it's called The Last Guardian. That's right. Uh, that thing has wings, but it kind of has the same similar feet. As yeah, Lost. it's kind of got like raptor feet. Um. But yeah, so they're gonna take it for a ride, and <laughs> in my, I'm just reading through my notes <laughs> because it is a gorgeous, serene kind of sight. As yeah. they're like, it's nighttime, and there's a ton of stars. <laughs> and I wrote down a note to ask you: any interest in stars? 
Are you a big Stars? star guy? I like gazing. Yeah. You gazing? Yeah, but you never get out of the city. When do you ever get up north and see the stars and all their natural wonder? Well, I can tell you one place I'm not going to look at stars. You got to get up to the cab. <laughs> <laughs> big star guy here. <laughs> pretty, pretty bright sky at night, I'm guessing. Huh? Oh, yeah. You'd be blown away up there. Lots of stars. Yeah, you see the Milky Way. Okay. You ever see them northern lights? Oh, yeah. Up there all the time. You get into those things? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a mind fuck, man. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. What is it like? Uh, what is it even? I don't know. What is the um, What's the explanation of it? Oh, it's the... Uh, it's like the, gases interacting or something? No, it's or? the... the uh, <laughs> gases. The, the Earth has a protective uh, atmosphere layer around it, and the sun's radioactive uh, energy hits it, and the Earth's magnetic field kind of absorbs it in a way, like, uh -huh. where it puts it around the poles. And, like, it's that area where it kind of, like, breaks around Ooh. the Arctic and Antarctic okay. where you'll start to see that. Cool. Yeah. It looks like a shrine. It is really cool. It looks like the shrine coming up in the sky when you see it in the distance. You go, oh, mamacita. Yep. You know, and you run up to it. Yeah. Get in there. Now... I wish I would learn more about the Northern Lights in science class. Maybe my teacher wasn't watching all them pornos. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was very distracted. He was distracted by the pornos. Should yeah. have been teaching me about the Northern Lights. Closest he got to it was an actress named Aurora Borealis. Oh. <laughs> I think I'd rather see her. <laughs> yeah. um, more like Areola Borealis. That uh, would actually, that's uh, good. Uh, yeah, that's good. You should take up the meme mantle. You can start making the bad memes. <laughs> You can start doing it. Yeah, that'll be one for 30. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, the Lofcat, they hop on board, get their stuff up there with them. They got the little transponder thing with it. Um, they've hid the hyperdrive. They hop up there, and the Lothwolves just, man, they can't. He just shakes the shit out of these fucking things. They can't. Dodge in those They have no idea that he's even there. He is just, he is hiding low in the dark, and he's running full speed. This guy is an impressive beast. Um, so, uh, they come to, uh, just outside of the rebel encampment, um, and we're going to get our final clip. Uh, Ezra is kind of going to bond here a little more with the loft wolf, and then the ghost crew is going to show up and everybody's going to be reunited and it feels so good. Let's take a listen. I don't understand. Why did you help us? Doom. Ezra! Sabine! Oh, thank goodness you're safe. How did you get back here so fast? Didn't you see the... Lothwolf? Sabine! I don't remember seeing anything. I just heard you say wolf. Is that the... Flight data recorder from the TIE Defender Elite. All Sabine's idea. We got the hyperdrive, too. Stashed it in the rocks near the crash. I think it'll work in our U-Wing. Then we can come and go off this rock. Well done, you two. Kanan, there was a wolf. And there's something more to it. What, I don't know. I believe you. All paths are coming together now. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. We'll have to find out when we get there. All right. 
zooms out and the yep. Loth Wolf is watching him walk away. Yep. So um, the Loth Wolf says Doom. Now, I know Kanan's real name, Caleb Doom, and I think that's what he's referencing. But I don't think Ezra knows Caleb Doom. In, interesting, interestingly enough, if you watch with the subtitles on when he says Doom, it's spelled D-U-M-E. Yes. Now, if I'm Ezra and a giant wolf says doom to me, I'm going to be like, we're fucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he knows Caleb Doom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's ever I don't know how much, how much Kanan's revealed to him about that. There was probably like a scene that we're completely forgetting. <laughs> yep. I was like, yeah, my real name's Caleb Doom, <laughs> he just Ezra. lays it yeah. all out. And we're just... <laughs> we're looking at like a triangle in the background. Like, <laughs> look at that fucking triangle. That thing's dumb as hell. I'm going to talk about that for five minutes on the episode. <laughs> Mining the dumbest stuff for content. Um, but that's the episode. So, Adam, uh, Flight of the Defender, what do we got for an IMDb rating on this bad boy? IMDb is giving Flight of the Defender a 7.9. 7.9. That's a fair rating. Um, I don't know. A little low for me. I thought the Loft Wolf was cool. That scene when he was running, it was very short. Very cool. But the way just dipping and dodging and just they had no idea it was there. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, and I kind of like the mysticism of this all. Like I, I've always enjoyed like the, uh, you know, like the way the force presents itself. I've always found that mythology very interesting. And I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to just, like clearly only Ezra can see it. He says Caleb's name like he says doom. Like I feel like he is encompassing like the spirits of those who died on Lethal. And I almost feel like he's the Grim Reaper for Kanan. Like, I feel like he's the he's the symbol of, like, this Loth Grim Reaper. He's coming. Things to come. Like, in, you know, and Kanan said as much. He's like, things are in motion and this and that. You know, and it's just, like, I know what happens. I don't, I know what's coming up just because, you know, I, I just couldn't avoid it. But I kind of feel like that's what it is. Like, he's an avatar of, like, all the people that Ezra has lost and... He's communing with them through the force in this, and the, this this wolf is the avatar of Samir, an Aqualush bull. Well, Aqualush bull, he's still bleeding out. He'll get there someday. <laughs> but, you know, his parents, all these people, Old that's Joe. what I think it is. That's what I think. Old Joe. I can't wait till he just gives a big Athorian guttural roar, this big old wolf. Um. Anyways, oh yeah, rating. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I 8.5, liked it. 8.5, yeah. I had fun. It was fun. I like being on Lethal. It was great to see the conch. It was great to see the wheat. Um, poor Aqualush Bull's under a foot of snow right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that guy on uh, Everest Green Boots. <laughs> <laughs> they just leave him there as a mile marker. <laughs> oh, Take okay. a left turn at Aqualush Bull. That's how you know you're almost there. Mm, fun stuff. <laughs> That Aqualush bull. Uh, but yeah, I'm giving 8.5. What do you got? Um, I went 8. Same like same rationale as you. Yeah. I thought the, the, the fighter stuff was very, very cool. Seeing a new tie, even though we've seen that one before a couple episodes ago. But Lots very, of times very cool. Rebels has really done right by dogfights. Yeah. Um, they do a good job with dogfights on this show. The whole thing was laid out really well. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, so in 8.5... And an eight. Always look on the light side of life. Da 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 da. I think it's like a 
we go an hour and 10 on this, it just, for some yeah. reason, it eats itself. Yeah. We got to get those hard 50s, man. Uh, we lost an audio file. It's going to come out a little late. Yeah, that, that. Okay. Light side moment of the episode. Um, I'm going to go with the the uh, the little comic callback. They had those two dumbass stormtroopers chasing, chasing the fucking cat. cats. Yeah. Um, and then how they just got buzzed and the shit scared out of them by Sabine flying low. Um, that's my light side. What's yours? It was a great moment. That was on one of my light side moment candidates. It, where one. it came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. It was great. Good stuff. Um, I will say my light side is Thrawn paying Hera the compliment. Yeah. And then like 30 seconds later, he's, he like makes a dig at Ezra. Yeah. Because he says, uh, he's like, yeah, he said, if someone of Ezra Br- Bridger's modest skill can best three trained pilots in our new fighter, it will give us an overwhelming advantage against <laughs> yeah. these rebels. Wait till you get the Red Baron in that thing, man. <laughs> I want to see a Red Baron versus Hera showdown. And Thrawn was like, he was kind of alluding to the fact that like, oh, the Mandalorian is in that. Yeah, he could tell by the hacking of yeah. the Mandalorian. Um. I don't know how I missed that in my notes. I must have missed a line. Oh, it was good stuff. It was good. Yeah, I like the begrudging respect, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he doesn't really give... He, Ezra's like, he's like, Ezra's unremarkable. <laughs> yeah, the way that he says his modest skill was very funny. If only he knew. The motherfucker is Dr. Doolittle <laughs> over here, dude. He's going to sick an ape on Thrawn's ass or some shit. Gorilla's going to rip him in half. That'd be cool. Uh-huh. A loth gorilla. Can you imagine that? That would be nuts. <laughs> oh, just destroy. I want to see that. Ah, uh-huh. ah. Uh-huh. I guess we kind of had one. Yeah, Bendu, the middle. I wonder if if Thrawn has gone through any kind of change after his conversation with Bendu, because he did seem shaken from it for a moment. Yeah, and then he ended up killing him with a pistol shot. <laughs> <laughs> Thrawn is very bold with his pistol yeah, choices. Just shooting down the TIE fighter with this bearing little down on him. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Ah. Bendu. The middle. Okay. Uh, all right. So those are the light side moments. Did you get yours? Yeah. Thrawn paying, paying like, do you think it's time paying I Hera a get... uh, compliment and then Ezra Yeah. Yeah. The begrudging. Yeah. I think I need a cat scan. <laughs> The weed is really just fucking with my short-term memory, man. <laughs> yeah. It is nuts, dude. I, dude, when I didn't smoke for like a week, I was fucking, dude, my mind was just firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I was never hungry, though. Just remembering where you left I was never hungry. Yeah, uh-huh. I was just like, I have no appetite. I was concerned about that, so. You didn't eat for four days? Well, I ate, but it was just like, this isn't anything I'm that interested in right now. Wild, man. <laughs> Wild stuff. Okay, that is your light side moments of the episode. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Dark side moment of the episode. Um, I, I, I'm once again going to reference the idiot stormtroopers. Who shoots at a fucking cat? That's what I put down, yeah. What's that Netflix documentary where, like, they Don't track... fuck with cats. I, I can't watch it. I, I, yeah, I can't even watch awful. it. It is. I can't watch it because I think, like, I don't know. It's just so gross to me. So fuck those stormtroopers. Real pieces of shit. Also, the fact that, like, a, a fucking 15-pound little cat jumps up on your helmet and you can't handle the business, you're fucking useless. Uh-huh. They continue to be the most useless 
fucking things ever in all of Star Wars. Stormtroopers are just shit. Like, it's to the point where Ezra's, like, fighting off ten of them. I'm like, just go cut them all in half really quick and be done with it. Uh-huh. You know? They're just... There is no threat. No. None. none whatsoever. They're fucking useless. I'm surprised as many of them made it as far as they have. Yes. It's just... I Honest to God, like... They ran after a cat. Do you think they just cull, like, half of Stormtrooper registrants just in basic training because they just end up shooting themselves in the face? There's <laughs> <laughs> just, like, yeah. mass graves of Stormtroopers. Can you imagine the guys that didn't make the cut? <laughs> I know! Like, what do they even have them doing? <laughs> like, what are they doing? Honestly. I, I what If they can't even just... St- the guys that pass the class are the idiots that chase cats and leave their posts. Yeah. So what are the guys doing that can't Those do Those two are the top of their class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys are the creme de la creme of it all. Um, okay, that's uh, my dark side. That's my dark side, too. Okay. Just, uh, I hate. Like, I love <laughs> I love cats so much. I don't, I don't want to see anybody don't shoot them. Don't fuck with cats. No, of course not. Or any animals, for that matter. Yeah. Leave them alone. Man, I want those guys to get their comeuppance. Yeah, I love little kitties. You grab them and you hold their little head. Or like the scout trooper that punched Grogu when he was in the bag. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? Voiced by Jason Sudeikis. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ted Lasso, I believe they call Ted him Ted Lasso days. himself. Have you watched that Ted Lasso? Yeah. You it's, like it? It's it's a show. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Oh, you heard it here first. It's Adam fine. hates Ted Lasso. It's fine. All right. I don't think it was, like, the antidote that we needed, you know, that it was made out to be. Well, can't make a butter sandwich without bread. Is that the kind of shit he says? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Butter sandwich without bread. You ever had a butter sandwich? He's supposed to be from Kansas or something like that. I'm going to try that now. I'm going to spread some butter on it. I'm just going to eat the butter as the topping. I'm more of a saltine and butter guy. Ooh. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. I like butter. Uh Uh-huh. Butter is very good. Who doesn't? It's almost state fair season. <laughs> Lots of butter there. You can get your hands on some butter there. Those busts of those yeah. ladies. Those busts. You Princess know, I've K. always wanted to just like take a bite out of one just of the busts. Lick that cheek. Oh, I bet that's some tasty cheek. Uh-huh. Great cheek. Hannibal Lecter would have a field day in that place. <laughs> um, okay, let's do some power rankings. The Clone Cast presents Power Rankings. Now I'm doing uh, everything out of order. I usually dark horse at this point. Uh-huh. Well, we're mixing it up. Yeah! Fuck it. Let's just do Dark Horse right now, and then we'll get right into the power rankings. It's a mess tonight. It's not really. This is fine. I don't sure. think... Mandate getting on power rankings combined with the Dark Horse here of the episode. Mandate! Help me, Gina Carano. I'm being canceled. Why would Gina Carano help him? I'm, I'm losing it. <laughs> it's all... All going downhill. Um, help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being. Do you see Dennis Prager is like the official like guy of fucking education now? Yeah, yeah. He's the education lord. Yeah, like, we touched on that last week. Yeah, but briefly, they yeah. got approved for. I don't know. It's accredited. His yeah. videos are like actual school aides in Florida now. The worst state. It's crazy. It's the worst state. Uh, Paul Bryan, Gina Grad, you're fired. Uh, Gina Grano, come on the podcast. Help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being canceled. Uh, okay, Dark Horse Hero of the episode, and then we're just going to... not even going to play the music tonight. Winging it. Um, I'm going to go with Brave Ghost White Mothcat. <laughs> That's your Dark Horse. 
I went with uh, uh, the the brave uh, two distraction Lothcats. Okay. I really like the brave Lothcats. Yep. They're always brave. This is, for our Dark Horse of Power rankings, it's going to be lousy with Loth animals. Yeah. And the word brave for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are brave. Okay, so uh, we're, we're all choosing Lothcats for the Dark Horse. Brave distraction Lothcats yes. for me. The brave. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put them in the Power Rankings if you're going to call them that. <laughs> that name's too good. Um, let's do Power Rankings, though. So for Power Rankings, what we do is we rank our three favorite characters, inanimate objects, whatever we see. Things. Just things that we see on screen. Our, free, our three favorite things. It's usually characters. Uh, first place gets three points. Second place gets two. Third place gets one. And then we just add them all up. We got a running tally here. Um, all you need to know is Aqualush Bull and Conch Gal. They're standing strong in third place. Harris in first, followed by Ezra Bridger. And the rest of the Ghost Crew is around and out there. And then just a mess of things at the bottom, which we will discuss at a later date. Um, okay, Adam, who is your number one power rank star of the episode? My number one, I went with Brave Ominous Lothwolf. <laughs> Brave Ominous Lothwolf. All right, I like this guy. Now, curious here, because I'm also going to be speaking to the Lothwolf here in the power rankings. What if I have a different name for the Lothwolf? Oh, that's a good question. Because we are speaking to the same Lothwolf. Yeah. I would say it would take up the same line item in the in the sheet. We'd just parenthesize one of them. Okay. So you're going with Brave Ominous Lothwolf for three strong points. Um, I am going to go with uh, my number four. I'm going to go with Tripod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. I love the Tripod landing. This is so stupid. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm not being honest. To I segment. love it, but it's fine. What? It's cool tripod. how it lands. Tripod, yeah. Um, I want my music. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going with, uh, I'll call, to be fair, I'll call it the uh, the uh, Defender Prototype Tripod. Yeah. How about Brave, no, I'm going to call it Brave tri- Brave Defender Tripod. There you go. Let's see if we can get full Brave going here. All right, what do you got for number two? Number two, I went Brave White Lothcat. Oh, the Ghost White Lothcat, huh? Brave White Loth. Brave Cat. White Ghost Lothcat. Brave white ghost Lothcat. Okay. He was cool. Really showing us something. He um, rode on top of the head. Yeah. I would, give cool. him, I would give him some points, but I already gave him Dark Horse Hero. Um, let's see here. I don't know. That Loth Wolf, man. I'm going to go with a wild Loth Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> brave wild Loth Wolf. I'm going with brave wild Loth Wolf. He's wild, man. I love him. He's got funky feet and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> this is what I like out of Star Wars. Some fucking freaks. Um, no, but he was cool. But I really do. I, I'm curious when we learn more about this Loth Wolf. And I, I, I really do think it has something to do with, like, Ezra's connection to, like, the people from his past that he's lost that, that are one with the Force now. That's my prediction. Um, okay, who do you got for number three? Uh, I just went with Ezra for number three. Boring. <laughs> I know. Brave Ezra Bridger. Okay, Brave Ezra Bridger is getting a point from Adam. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, Ryder Azadi for bringing back the peen helmet. Hey, there um, we so go. I'm going to go with Brave Ryder Azadi fashion choices is going to be <laughs> my number three. Okay, so no change at the top. We still got Hera in first. Ezra 18 points back at 71. 
in second. Sabine is actually in third. Oh my god, how did I not give Aqua Lush Bull and Conchgal a couple points? It's fine, they're in fourth. Um, and then we get a whole bunch of other people. Chopper's in fifth. Okay, so that is your power rankings. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My Hey Tom, Steve from Cedar Cliff. I hear it's your birthday. Cool. I got a giant batch of silver age coming tomorrow. So it's a great song. T-Swift. Okay. Good hood. We're on Lethal. Back where we belong. And who was looking at? Okay, who was the fashion icon of the episode for you, Adam? Um, I just went with Coruscant police cars. Okay. They made yeah. a reappearance. I do like the Coruscant police cars. They're very cool. I gotta get that Lego set. I gotta go in debt. Um, <laughs> still haven't picked up that solar sailor either. I need the itch. I need the itch. One of these days, we're going to buy enough shit where we're both actually going to become happy. We just got to buy more. It's fun. The pursuit of happiness is great. Um, it's also miserable and soul-crushing. Um, okay, that's a good one. I dig that. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with fields of snowy wheat. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting seeing some of the fields of snowy wheat. Um, yeah, season change. Yeah, and also the conscious. I'm gonna so I'm gonna go with the Lothal landscape, Lothal snowscape. Yeah, Lothal snowscape. Very beautiful, very calming. I don't know. It just feels better being here than on like Adalon with the weird spiders that yeah. suck. I will, you know, R.I.P. Piss Spider, but uh, Puss Spider, excuse me. Um, this is just where the show belongs. So, um, yeah, brave, beautiful Lothal landscape. Okay, so that is your good hood. Like that Lionel Richie, huh? Da, da. Um, okay, thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. And thank you, Lionel Richie. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Okay, he was in... That's him playing that. Yeah. yeah da, 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 da. Um... Tagline time. So back in the old Clone Wars days, uh, I used to predict the episodes based off of the tagline at the start of the episode. We don't have that luxury with Rebels, so we don't have that luxury anymore. It's gone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So nasty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, Bye-bye, Chris Christie. Um, <laughs> so nasty. Um, you just have water there. Um, man, that guy's a dumbass, but <laughs> he's a cut-up. Um... Yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, I'm just predicting the next episode based off the episodic title. So, Adam, what do we got for uh, the episode title next Next week? episode is entitled Kindred. Kindred. Ooh, I like the sound of that. We're going to get more Lothwolf bonding. Maybe, maybe Ezra's going to go in the mind of the Lothwolf, and he's going to check in with Samir. And Samir is going to say a line to Ezra like, you make sure that Aqualush Bull's pounding out my <laughs> wife every night as his brain spilled out on the... The fields of snowy wheat. That's my prediction. Okay. Ezra's going to commune with someone from his past via the Lothwolf medium. We will find out next week when we watch Kindred. Kindred. I like that word. Kindred. 
You, one of your favorite comedians, Andy Kindler, right? That was a great set I saw him. Kind. I'm just going with things that sound like kind. Yeah, at Acme, he almost walked the room. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He was the only one laughing. That rocks. You know, we were the only ones laughing at that one guy that opened. Remember that guy? <laughs> what a nightmare. One of the worst features. I really wish one of us had our phone recording the whole I thing. I had to take my glasses off so I could not look at him anymore. <laughs> Oh, what we gotta re- we gotta find that guy's name and just find out when he's playing next and just go see it, <laughs> so we can take detailed notes. All right, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we will see you for Kindred next week. That's going to be season four, episode one, two, three, four, five, seven, seven. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, Kindred season four, episode seven next week. Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Send us an email. We are CloneCastPod at gmail.com. Send us a, uh, if you want to join the Discord, send us an email, CloneCastPod at gmail.com. Hi, Captain. Also, all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at CloneCastPod. One day I will post again. I love all of the Clone Casanovas. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for po- posting in the Discord. Thanks for uh, just chatting with us. We love all of you. So we'll see you next time for Kindred. Until then, may the Froyo be with you. Tragedy of Crispin's day. 57 minutes. That's actually not... No. I'm shocked. Well, we didn't talk about your... I know. But it's okay. (laughs) I'm working on it. Griff talk. (laughs) Here, I gotta show you. We'll save it. This is the smoker I unloaded. (laughs) (laughs) We have to talk. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Look! I have to make it the episode art. Look at the coal. Look at the coal bin that also comes with it. That goes in the box. Dude, the fucking grills in the public park are better maintained than that shit. I didn't bother wiping dust off of it. When I showed up, I just set it down. I was like, here you go. Money, please. Oh, my God.